episode 94. Hey. No encyclopedia this week? No, I wrote it down. No. Okay, what, what do you got? What, what, what do you guys think the match of the year 1994 is? I'll give you a hint. It's at WrestleMania 10. Uh, I'm going to say Michaels in the ladder match. Yep. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Thought we would just talk about that for a couple couple quick moments. That's a really good ladder match. I think it started the standard of what a good ladder match is. It was the first ladder match uh, on TV, wasn't it? For I, WWE? I, yeah, I think it's the first one for the Fed, at least. Yeah. There might have been ones in like NWA or something like that, or crazy promotions. That match uh, still holds up. Yeah, if you go back and oh, watch yeah. it, yeah. like it's like because there's part of you go back and you're like it's the start of the. Work they're rate. doing the spots that aren't even really impressive anymore because they've been done a hundred times. It's like the ride the ladder down onto someone from the turnbuckle, and, mm-hmm. but the crowd is so into it that it's still super exciting. Got mentioned in the uh, Steve Austin podcast with Shawn Michaels from this past week as yeah, well. Shawnzy. Did you guys watch that at all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I watched it. Like, really quickly. We might as well talk about that now because sure. we got a ton of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Probably my one of the biggest things that came out of it, not that it was news, but was when Austin was saying to Michaels, yo, if you guys hadn't done the curtain call, I, I never would have got my shot. So Had not a couple of you guys left, yeah. I never would have been... Called upon for a push. And I kind of always knew the progression of how that happened, but I never really sat back and thought, like, man, he must have been. Triple H's spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. That was a cool podcast. It was a really casual conversation. Like, there's some where Stone Cold is more on with other people in terms of, like, hamming it up. Here, it really just sounded like two old timers just kind of reminiscing, going down memory lane, talking about side projects and whatnot. They kept the gun talk to a minimum, which was nice. They didn't talk about hunting yeah. for 90% he, he of the podcast. started it right off. Yeah, he, just get it out of the way yeah, and some it's of the real Already get it with he, he talks about that gun shit for a while. Yeah. But I'm sure that WWE is like, hey, look, we're like really trying to not go with the what, gun. What you did with Lesnar, don't do not do that again. Don't please. talk about specs of guns. Well, and these are all now pre-taped, so we can't expect the uh, tangents and the mm-hmm. it all gets cut down now anyway. Yeah. So. Nothing crazy will happen. You know what? I kind of miss those live ones when it would be like, oh, they're, t- they're trying to play me off. Hell no, they're not playing me off. I'm talking for 10 more minutes. Fucking, that shit's the best. He was a little bit bigger than I thought he was because this is the first time you've seen him in that, like, sitting on the, the chair instead mm. of behind the desk. And I was like, you're not super in shape, Like, <laughs> No. If you were going to nope. do WrestleMania, you got to get stepping. Yeah, he could still go, though. He's got he, he could still go. I, th- I think I would Steve be Rogers. sad to see him in his yes, original gear, too. though, looking like that. <laughs> yeah, just imagine like the knee braces, denim shorts, coming out with it hanging over. Yeah. That would be bad news. What's good news is that this is the Spanish Announce Table podcast, where we talk about wrestling. My name is Warren. Scotty is here. Happy holidays, folks. Brando is here as well. And, Kwanzaa. Uh, Hanukkah is going on right now. All the holidays. We're celebrating that in the Star Wars season. Right. Is upon us. Full effect. Got your Star Wars tree up. You going? I think I've got tickets for Sunday. We also have tickets for Sunday. 11.30 p.m. Uh, We're going, I think, at like 4.30 in the afternoon, which is cool because then afterwards we'll go for dinner and just talk about the film. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, at two thirty in the morning. Two thirty, yeah. going for drinks. One's yeah. like, get me another round of chicken fingers. Damn it! <laughs> Got to talk about Star Wars. Uh, yeah, we're going on Sunday. Would you guys do yesterday. anything cool this past week? Well, no. We're boning <laughs> up on our Star Wars history yeah, a little bit. I've been doing a bit of a marathon, trying to trying nice. to get through them all before the next uh, before this one comes out. You so. are less versed in the older movies. Yes. 
just because I watched them as a child. I right. watched them a lot as a child, but not enough to really. But not a lot as like an adolescent and, young person. Yeah. No. So now that I'm watching back, there's certain things that I'm picking up on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, just a little Star Wars talk here. Who's your guys' favorite? Like one favorite character? Are there Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Still, really? Or are you just trolling? <laughs> Uh, little troll, little not troll. I'm a big fan. I don't, I don't mind a really him as big much character as... in like the comics and animated stuff too. They had big plans for him, but then they decided to make him comedy, and it was all downhill from there. Oh, yeah. he he made an impact on that show, just George not not for the better. Yeah, he's a main player in episode one, like when he fumbles the fucking energy grenade or whatever, and then goddamn it's like, general. He's yeah, a general. They made him a general. He is a general. He becomes a Jedi later too. Fuck. Not no, that's not canon. Think that is in the Clone Wars cartoons. That's uh, I hope not. Darth um, Maul also comes back in the Clone Wars. Right. Yeah, That's with the fucking true. sweet ass robot body. That is my actual pick, by the way. Darth Maul. Darth, Darth Maul is sweet. That's yeah, one of the, come on. One of the best moments in the prequel trilogy is that fight with the lockout room with Darth Maul. Even now, I can watch that and it gets me going. I still remember watching that movie in the theater for the first time because they have that scene where they're on Tatooine and he comes in and attacks. Then him and Qui Gon have a really brief little fight, and he only has the one side of his sword out. And then I still remember that moment where he like kind of turned. I'm like, that's a big handle and hits it. And the second one so comes, comes up, up, I can still remember being like, what? He's got two. You can't that's do insane. That. Yeah, just pushing what? the envelope that's so fucking hard. Cheating. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, I read this and I don't know if it's true. The only on screen character to ever kill Liam Neeson in a movie. Yep. Wow. That is true. Ooh. That's impressive. There you go. That's a stat. And you for know you. what? That is. My favorite character is uh, Size from Han Solo, probably Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, he's Liam up there Neeson's for me too. Solid. It's one of those yeah. things where I'm like, "Fuck, why did he have to die in that movie?" But Star Wars is really about Obi Wan, like yeah. throughout the oh, six yeah. movies. And Obi Wan's my favorite character for sure. Star Wars is really about Anakin, Vader. Yeah, is who yeah. that is really yeah. about the Skywalkers. Yeah, yeah, the Skywalkers are like the whole point of like uh, an apprentice taking down the master, mm-hmm. and then both on the the light side of the Force and the dark side. Sorry if you're not into Star Wars. This is gonna be a really shitty pod <laughs> if you're not in the next couple weeks. Yeah, we're uh, uh, we're excited. Warren started watching from episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not watch one, two, and three because I had seen them fairly recently. Uh, and then as soon as he got to four, I jumped in. Uh, and then as soon as I watched four, I was like, I'm going to go watch those first three again. <laughs> so now I'm doing that. Yep. So I got two more. Two I beat Super Star Wars yesterday before Raw. Finally? Yeah, you did it? Yeah. That's good. It was hard. We should watch Empire tonight. We should. Ooh, Empire's a good old time. Should. It's the best one. That is my favorite as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, always was. I really liked Return of the Jedi as a kid. I think once I was a young adult, I liked Empire more. Yeah, that's kind of how it skews because Jedi was made a little bit more with kids in mind. Yeah, with like the Ewoks. And they started selling the toys and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the toys were a big thing from the get-go. They started selling the toys to kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they were selling the toys to everybody. I think they were selling toys that adults were buying. In 1978? Yes. I think kids were still in the Star Wars bandwagon. Star Wars was heavily marketed towards kids. No, you're wrong. George Lucas has gone on record by saying that they wouldn't let him make that third movie. Unless he made more kid-friendly oh, unless toys. unless he did more, like... Which is why they introduced the yeah. Ewok character, was because they wanted it to make more yeah, they were still kid-friendly stuff. Yeah, they were a shit ton of toys, because I think... Sure, but maybe I don't think they were, yes. When my dad was, like, 13, <laughs> is 13 considered a kid, or is that considered yeah. a young person at that point? You're Had, kidding. like, the entire Star Wars set of the, at yes, that time. Yes, the point is your your dad is also one person. Whereas we're talking about the I think way like it's everyone. Your dad, I swear, shit. your dad is only one person. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was like of the year, like 1978 or 79. Like that was the actually, I know for a fact that was 
the Star Wars toys got delayed by the manufacturer getting made. So some kids on Christmas morning, now some kids, not all kids, Brando, I'm sure some kids wanted fucking Hot Wheels. <laughs> but some kids got a, Probably. hey, in February, when the toy gets shipped oh, to the yeah. store, you're going to get it. So I'm sure a lot of kids were disappointed on Christmas Day, 1979. Because I've heard a lot of kids or people I'm just the saying what go, I know. You don't know fuck. I do. I've researched a lot of this stuff. You're fuck the, that. You're the one sitting there saying, I bet you a lot of kids didn't get the toy because they wanted on Christmas. Because you're saying that Star Wars isn't a kid's thing. And I think Star Wars was always, like, for everybody. It Star wasn't Wars, until that third film where the movie studios go, hey, we want to sell a fucking ton of toys. No, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it wasn't, like, I'm not saying kids didn't enjoy the first two. I'm saying they made the third one more with kids in mind. Yeah, but I was saying that Star Wars always was marketed to oh, everybody. The third one, sure, you want to say that that one's the most kid-friendly? That is I all agree. I said. Yeah, you're really on your defensive horse about it, bro. You're all like, bro, 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 Brando, defensive Brando. Scotty, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, defensive Brando, jeez. Hasn't made a... See, we talk about Star Wars, and it gets all heated in here. Yeah. We should just stick to wrestling and nothing Prequels. else. Prequels. <laughs> Maybe video games from time to time. Speaking of which, anybody play any good video games? Do you want to talk about? Uh, no. Do you want to hear about one. Super Star Wars and the, the yes. three hours it took me to beat it? Three hours. Yeah. It's a Super Nintendo game. That game's And you only kids. get three continues. Yeah. So what I would do is I would uh, not save state scum it. It was when I would start a level, I would then uh, do a minor save state and only use it if I lost all three continues. So I would try to like play as far as that, far as out. Only bad thing was, at one point, I saved over one of my saves, and I only have one continue left. And I was like, okay, so for the TIE Fighter level and the Rescue Leia level, I have to play flawlessly. So it's like Contra and how you can like shoot up and down. So it's like how they had to play the game in real life back in the day. Yeah, Yeah, with no save state shit, Mm. which is crazy in the sense of like, I get old games of there's only like three hours of content, pad it with toughness. But there was some of the shit was like Ninja Gaiden style jumps. Like I had to be like, oh, okay, I'm on the pixel. Okay, hand Solo's toe can't move anymore. Okay, it's falling. Jump. Oh, fuck. Like it was one of the toughest games I've had to beat. But you did it. And your sense of accomplishment at the end, I'm sure, was pretty cool. Yeah, because it has legit cutscenes. Or not cutscenes, but it'll have a 16 bit image of Obi Wan taking off the hood mm. or, um, and then dialogue or whatever. So like the, the, Bay door will open and Leia will be sleeping and then wake up and go, oh, aren't you short to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> Imagine the sense of accomplishment for the players that didn't cheat. I know. <laughs> I, I wonder how many people have beaten the actual OG Star Wars on, uh, or Super Star Wars on Super Nintendo. But you have to be a real Jedi to do it. It's difficulty is that's Jedi. like the that's how you pass the test in yeah. real life. <laughs> you beat like, this game, and they give you a and cloak. We will point you to the council. Then all and of a sudden, your like, phone mysteriously rings in the background. And you're like, "Hello, George Lucas is on the <laughs> other end." Heard you're a Jedi. Yeah, congrats, kid. Your sword's in the mail. <laughs> We're gonna ship you this super dangerous fucking weapon, <laughs> and hope to God a postal man does not go crazy with it. Too soon. Okay, let's do the news. Whoa, and that- now. Spanish announced table news. All right. More than last week, I guess. It is. Right. We have real news articles. Yep, that's good. So let's get to Legitimate. it. Legitimate. Okay, let's start with uh, your favorite, Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, move to the USA Network. Not the only change that SmackDown is going to be going through this year. WWE has brought in veteran announcer Mauro Ranallo. Yep. 
to be the lead voice of SmackDown. I love that. Yeah, you're I love really it. Jazzed about this. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's got a he's got a unique way of looking at the broadcast side. Now, whether they just still try and coach them into their own way of doing it, maybe. But I just feel like if you're going to bring in a guy like that who kind of has his own way of doing it, you don't want to water him down too much. Right. In a sense, third you know guy I mean? who's on NXT the past bit. Is he the third guy? Yeah. Oh, nope. so. This oh, no. is the first time he's been looking at Who is this guy? Uh, 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 yeah, I got that. Uh, Ronaldo comes with 30 years of broadcasting experience, including lead guy for Strike Force and uh, play-by-play guy for Showtime's Championship Boxing. He also has experience calling New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling on Axis TV, Pride Fighting Championships, as well as a combat television show and radio. Oh, I've heard this guy do commentary on the New Japan stuff that gets voice, syndicated. For sure. Did you watch yeah, the yeah. Pacquiao Mayweather fight on an international feed? I don't. I don't believe I watched that fight at all. Actually, then you did not hear him there. <laughs> but he Canadians, was there. Canadians know him a lot too because he did a lot of stuff with, well, the Fight Network for one, uh, the Score. Back okay. when it was still the Score, he used to be on there. He'd do a lot of like the Pride. Uh, was aired on there, so he'd be on there quite a bit and doing kind of an MMA panel uh, thing that he used to have. So he's Canadian as that, well, which is great. That's a career he has. Like 30 years, you look at the different companies he's worked for yeah. from Strikeforce to New Japan. Also, it shows that they don't have a lot of faith in their own people within the WWE, apparently, no. if they want to do this and make an I impact. I think and, when you're calling up Byron Saxton to be on Raw, like you're you're reaching pretty Yeah, deep. And I think they're, they're going to be doing everything they can to make SmackDown seem... Better than it's ever been when they make that move to USA. Right. Fresh yeah. start. There was some interview with Moro that I read briefly earlier today, and he pretty much said that it's going to have a whole new vibe to the show, and they're that they're, they're trying. That's what SmackDown really so. needs, so it's not just like the same old shit. Like, as soon as you, you were excited about the new announcer, first other thing was, and they need new writers or different writers than... Let's just book it properly, yeah. and hopefully then this can all come together. So, yeah, if it has its own look, like it doesn't need its own stage, but if it had unique lighting or something aside from the matches you're going to see on Raw the next week... Yep, and that's how it's been for a long time. Yeah. It's just a Raw recap. So a we Raw can make recap, it into and then like we're gonna test out a match that's gonna be a matchup on the next week's Raw, and you're like, oh, I saw them do that exact thing on SmackDown. Yeah. Fingers crossed that they make this a really good show, and then we can drop one hour off of Raw and just have the two two-hour shows again. That would be good. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? Three-hour Raws are still pretty painful at times. Oh yeah, especially when the main event's good, and I'm like, oh, I'm like tired or I'm ready to tune out, but it's like, oh, it's something that's actually worth a damn. Yeah. yeah. Triple H has gone on record saying that would be his first first change. If he takes over, is yeah. to get rid of that Because he hour. said, I can be sitting through the best movie of my life, and as soon as it hits two hours, I start looking at my watch. Yep. And I'm like, yes! Three hours Reach. is too long for anything! Reach, brother! Except for Wolf of Wall Street. All right. Well, good, good for Moro Rennell. Happy for him. I think that's going to be a good move. Yeah, the most interesting thing is definitely going to be what changes. Because yeah. the WWE wants it to change. Yeah. And what do they let him keep because that's why they brought him in. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that someone's getting signed that Warren is super jazzed for that he knew outside of that. Because a lot of times when they sign an indie guy, Warren's like, is this guy good? I'll, I'll look him up or whatever. But it's sure. cool that they sign somebody and you instantly are like, yeah, I'm jazzed for mm-hmm. them. And it's an announcer at that. So that's cool. Uh, next up. You may have noticed that the last few times the League of Nations have gotten involved in anything, Wade Barrett was nowhere to be seen. Except for that pre-taped promo vignette thing on the pay-per-view, which is... Could you not just retape it with him not in there to not fuck with us all? Like, come on. Maybe they're trying to make it seem like he's not gone. <laughs> Maybe. I, anyways. They've never once said Wade Barrett is not here during true. his attacks. They haven't. 
anyway, the reason is because he suffered uh, some nerve damage in his shoulder and neck. Um, Barrett himself, don't worry. Barrett himself is taking to social media to say it is nothing serious, but he does not want to take unnecessary risks. Uh, sounds like he should not be gone too long. Yeah, just let it heal. Yeah. That was a bad time to be out, though. Like, totally let it heal, but, like, you just rebooted kind of what you're involved with. You've already got so many injuries. True. And injuries just seem to happen to Wade Barrett at the worst times. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, he's the Intercontinental champ. Oh, shoulder. So, and shoulders are have been a nagging problem for him over the past bit. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted he'll be doing a live Q&A on WWE Games' uh, live stream tomorrow. All right, so, he's going to be playing... Uh, WWE yeah. 2K. So. Nice. If you hear this in time, you could watch that. If not, you probably missed it. Good. Um, well soon, old Wade. Next up, William Regal uh, was forced to pull out of NXT's tour through the UK, including NXT London, to return to uh, stateside to take care of, quote, some final details involving his neck surgery back on October 21st. He has apologized, says he is looking forward to being back in 2016. Sucks for him because it's the UK. Exactly. Sucks and for the UK the because it's him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it is what it is, so. Uh, originally, I think he was supposed to come out and kind of, like, you know, Triple H normally is the guy who's like, are you ready? Welcome to NXT TakeOver. I think William Regal was going to be the Probably, yeah. slated one to go out and do it. Oh, well. Unfortunate. Uh, good he's getting it dealt with. It's just weird that it's just like some final details. It's like I know you, it sounds did like you not pay to, the people, right. and now there's a bomb implanted yeah. in your neck or something. <laughs> it is strange, but they're going to shut me down. <laughs> they put an off switch in them. It's just a chip, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some ratings from Monday Night Raw. Yep. Considering, I think we would all agree it was a better Raw and definitely a swing for the fences in in terms of some of the things they did. Yep. Uh, I'll read right from the article from 411 Mania. After a very disappointing fall, last night's episode of Raw saw a huge spike in numbers. Monday's episode brought in 3.88 million viewers and a 1.34 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic, which seems to be the only one they care about. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's up 27 and 29% respectively from last week's 3.054 million. Uh, 8 o'clock was 1.32 demo rating, 9 o'clock was 1.29, and 10 was 1.4. So Vince still gets those high ranks, eh? Yeah. And that's not going to help anything because he's going to see that and go, wow, it was me. I did it. I fixed God everything. damn it. <laughs> uh, the, one of the biggest thing is is that it spiked for 10 o'clock. Right. Uh, which hopefully meant that people were sticking around and other people were joining in. Yeah, uh, it's a good look. I just hope they can keep rolling with it. And then That's... Vince went behind the curtain after that 10 p.m. hour and went, ah, oh, is this so fucking hard? Uh, last numbers that were were this big were back in June. Okay. Oh, that's... oh, biggest in like half the year. Yeah. That's good. Keep rolling. That's Cons- what you need to do. Considering next week will suck, we're thinking? Well, we don't know anymore because we were talking about that. Yeah. And then the way Christmas falls this year, it's not right around a Raw. So I it's don't think they're after expect- or it's. It's yeah. still half a week away on either side, so I think a lot of people are not going to be gone for that, which is yep. how they usually book it. Like, all these people are going to be with their families and everything. Yep. People aren't going to be there with their families that far away from Christmas. Most people so. are still working, right? Okay. Uh, and you got the Slammys to lean on, too. And that oh, yeah, usually that's does true. Okay Slammys itself, next so. week. And then, yeah, you know, they'll probably be okay to the end of the year. Could be all right. Yep. Could try and hit one last home run, too, before, before the end of the year, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and Warren. the Vince character is sticking around for... The week after Slammies, I think they'll be fine. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if he is, because it seems like they need to go somewhere from where they ended Raw. But right. 
Um, just as an aside on this 411 Mania article, underneath the article I just read, there are must-read 411 stories, and the very first one is Top 8 Worst Star Wars Film Characters, and it is a picture of Jar Jar Binks. Binks. <laughs> that's, that's not fair at all. That's not. They never gave him a chance it. is what they did. It's biased. Uh, Scotty, you have Lucha Underground news. Yes, Lucha Underground Season 2. Uh, a couple contracts were signed as well as uh, that first taping was done on Saturday night. Uh, Rey Mysterio has signed a deal. Melina, former WWE talent, and uh, world's most infamous dong, Joey Ryan, as well. Which is, I guess this is how we're billing Joey Ryan sure. now and his infamous penis or Roll whatever. with it. Why not? I used to just call him the king of sleaze, but yeah. whatever. He's got a new gimmick. So it'll be interesting to see what Joey Ryan does on the show and what they use Probably his Probably dong stuff. Yeah. Knowing wrestlers, they're probably going to drive probably do... what they do into the ground mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> I think they or might do what else. they did with uh, when he was in Lucha Vavoom as well, where he'll like smoke a cigarette, go into the ring, sure. wear his big aviator shades, kind of be a sleazy mustache guy. I think he'll fit in really nicely there. I think he when will I too. When I read that, I went, yeah, yeah. that makes a lot like, of there sense. There was that first moment I was like, oh, Joey Ryan, PWG. Hmm. No, you know what? Joey can probably do this, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Joey had that good well, that little stint with TNA there where he was like, I know how to wrestle on TV cameras, and he does local TV in like... Things called like Northern Hollywood Wrestling or something like that okay. in NorCal. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Everyone's cool. deals that they've signed allows them to, aside from when they're doing Lucha Underground tapings, to work wherever they want. So okay. you'll still see Rey Mysterio in uh, AAA. You'll still see Molina work in the corner and Joey Ryan in PWG and everywhere else. Nice. That's good. Is Molina supposed to be... An active member or kind of a valet? I don't of... know what Molina's role is yet. I know that all I know is Rey Mysterio in their number one contender, contender battle royale, minor Lucha Underground spoiler, he'll be number two in the guys who almost win. Okay. So cool. I could see Rey Mysterio being kind of like Alberto Del Rio was uh, in that first season of that big name everybody yeah. knows, and he's always near the title picture. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I'm excited for season two. Yeah, for sure. Is that it? Uh, That's no. all we got so far. Okay. Cool. And we're good. We're we are good. good. Let's talk about NXT from last week. Do we have the card? Yes, of course we do, Warren. <laughs> I was waiting for some music to play or I something. always forget to get the NXT music. I can... The roar of the crowd. Is that how it goes? Uh, something like that, yeah. Snap your it, feet Scotty. to me now. Cocaine, cocaine. That's what it sounds like to me, Start Ready, we'll sing along this time, Warren. Try to bait me to not sing it again. It's <laughs> yes, like the I chanting did. thing. <laughs> We're all going to chant this, Scott. No one wants to sing with you, Scotty. No, I'm bad at singing. Uh, go home to the NXT TakeOver London. Yes, sir. It was all um, right. The little, little show as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing how much a show can do in an hour mm-hmm. when they cram that hour full of stuff. And don't have a three-hour show that they spread too thin. And they barely recap anything. Mm-hmm. First up, we had uh, Enzo Amore and Call of Cassidy with, uh, against uh, Corey Hollins and John Schuyler, neither of which I've really seen wrestle They squashed those guys. Yes. Seemed like kind of local jobber talent mm-hmm. people to me. Uh, I thought... Uh, could be guys in the NXT system that just aren't be. ready to be up, called up entirely. Yep. Uh, I thought the most interesting part of this was the uh, promos at the end, where I thought Enzo was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that these guys have a bright future. Me too. I don't know if maybe they win those titles. I don't think no. they really need to. 
I like them on um, da- Dash and Dawson. Yep. Dash, yes, Dash and Dawson. I like them on them a lot better. And uh, I kind of, I don't know, I have this weird feeling that, that Enzo and Cass are not long no. before they get that call up. I totally agree. They've been there for a long time. Like, you kind of forget because they haven't been um, at the top of the NXT card very often. But they've, they're perfectly fine I workers. I think they've been on every takeover. I know. In like, some shape or form. Be right. Like, they've be been consistently good depth tag team and uh, kind of floated up and down the card. And I think that, yeah, I agree with you. I think they might be on the main roster too fast to warrant putting the titles on them right now. Yeah. They've got I, a good gimmick. They're good mic yeah. workers. Even Colin Cassidy's come a long way in the past two years. Mm. Uh, that Carmella girl's got a good look. And I don't know if it's because of uh, Breaking Ground, but I'm way more a fan of her than I was beforehand. I didn't mind her, and I thought she was a good fit. But knowing that she's actually like really dedicated, I'm like, I like you, Carmella. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, you see girls like that, not to stereotype, but you see girls like that, and you think, are they really in yeah. this for yeah. being a wrestler, or are they just trying to spin this into something else? And it seems like she's totally in it, like you yeah. said. Yeah, and I mean, she did get brought in by Colin Cassidy, her boyfriend or whatever, for her tryout originally. But looks like she like is able to separate like the personal part of it and the character enough. Yeah. I uh, think that the based on Breaking Ground, the performance center stuff uh, and how intense it is, it looks like it's way better at weeding out the people who are trying to do it just for a bit of fame than it was when you would just find a hot girl and bring her onto the main roster. Totally. Like, yeah, she's, she's a looker, signer. Yeah, exactly. So now it seems like there's a good amount of shit you got to go through before you even get a sniff. And I think a lot of people who aren't dedicated wouldn't get through that. Uh, next up, Asuka. Diana, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Diana Peruzzo. Perazzo. Mm. She's a tall the... woman, right? Very tall yeah. woman. Was this? I think that's the other girl. I think the girl that really... Bailey. I think the girl Bailey wrestled yes, is right. the one you're thinking yes, of. Yes, yes, that is. Uh, right. This girl was a Ferrari girl. Yes, right. Um, She's a fitness model. They signed. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, Emma and Dana came out during this match to distract Oscar, but Oscar turned around, kicked her in the head, and we got a referee stoppage. Yeah, knockout. Yeah. Knockout finish. Instead of a pin. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good way to make your Japanese female wrestler look strong. Getting I mean, a KO it, victory. It would work for any nationality, I bet. That's true. I just mean <laughs> Japanese Japanese people work a very strong style. Very good. Who's next? Hype Bros defeat Murphy and Blake. I like Blake and Murphy's Nightmare on Elm Street look that they had. Yeah. This with, was like, with Alexa Bliss yeah. having the claw. I just don't understand why one of them had to wear the extra top for Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that and I sort of, of also don't understand even why they did it. Like I liked it, but I was yeah, like, it was very just. It like, seems like something you would pull out on Halloween December, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was cool. I mean, it got a little chant from the full sale of like a Nightmare on Elm Street or no, a Freddy Krueger chant. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just so funny. Like I know that Blake and Murphy are supposed to look like the douchebags you hate with how they like tie their hairs up in pigtails or buns or whatever. But I was like, it looks so awkward when you're wearing the exact same top as Alexa Bliss. Well, and it's weird for a group, like a heel group, to do things that the audience can relate to and be like, I really like those movies. I kind of like these guys. Yeah, it's like if anyone had came out in like that look with a claw, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. They're they're a fan of film. Uh, I'm interested to see if this is going to be something they go with in terms of dressing up as different stuff. Maybe. Yeah. But they also didn't really do enough to really call it. Like, they didn't blatantly say... Tonight's going to be your nightmare, or make any yeah. sort of reference to which, it. They just which I like. like. The it. only thing that was that was the promo when Alexa was just doing the hand gesture, the constant sure. like, Freddy. Oh, I make the claws go in and out. Which kind of leads me to believe that it was probably a one-off thing, but it could maybe yeah. maybe this is the thing moving forward. They do some sort of a movie tie. Yeah, in their or old tights just had like 
Blake and Murphy and like the Misfits font yeah. kind of thing going on. Uh, speaking of guys we think might be on the main roster, this one more alarmingly, uh, I think the Hype Bros, who won this match, are actually going to be on the main roster fairly soon. Yep. I could see that happening. Like Do you maybe now... even before the Rumble, I'm thinking. Like, really? call them up within the next month or two. If they need people for the Rumble, having both Hype Bros be in there wouldn't be that bad and just toss them over the ropes quick. Yeah, I think Could have Mojo throw out one guy just so people are like, ooh, that NXT-er did something. Sure. I honestly don't want Mojo anywhere near the roster, especially ahead of a lot of those people. Do you guys like the Hype Bros? And or do you like Mojo Raleigh? Because I know Warren, after watching last week's NXT, was like, does anyone actually like this guy? Like, you just needed to know at this point. There's something about him where it's just like, you are the person that I would hate yeah. having to tour with on a daily yeah, basis. I wouldn't want right. to be in a vehicle. You you're, seem you're like a here. heel. Your, your energy <laughs> is up here constantly. You need to take it like yeah. three quarters of the way down. It's too much. We all know that guy. I don't yeah. like his fucking flailing thing, too. Like his new his thing in the ring where he bouncing. gets in there. And he's just like, ah, just yeah. flailing around. It's like, okay, Mojirala, we get it. You're excited to be here. And I get, like, based on the breaking ground especially, uh, I... Don't know that Zack Ryder particularly loves the guy either. I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he hates him, to be yeah. honest. I think he goes with it because he has to, and it's a good thing to do. And it's like the back, last but... chance for Zack, kind of, almost. I mean, and maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's what Zack sees out of this. They do a short run as a tag team, then you split, and you you have at least a program between the two of them. Yep. So he's going to get a match. Maybe that's what he sees in his eyes. Yeah, but... hopefully if you're Zack, that's what you're hoping is out. Eventually we get called up. We're a tag team. We maybe get the titles or don't. Do well, and then we turn on each other. Yeah. Uh, next up, Bailey versus. Uh... Oh wait, one quick question about the hype bros. All right. As well, is there tag? Or is there a finisher called the hype writer? writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the hype writer? Like, writer. is it typewriter? I thought it was writer. But I well, I thought it was writer, but I thought it was meant to sound like typewriter. Type, yeah. Cause yeah. That, cause yeah. It, it is spelled writer because of right. the. That's yes. exactly yeah. yeah. Okay, writer. but it's a yes. play on typewriter. Typewriter. Because yes. I was gonna say. Or are they keeping Ryder like the Rough Rider move he had? But cool. This is one thing there. When I heard it today, I was like, I don't know. No, I think they are. I think if you spelled it out, it would be Hype Rider. Rider. Yes. Okay. Yes. But you say Hype Rider. Yes. Because it sounds like Typewriter. Which people don't know what those are anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And then you have to go and move it all the way back to the end. Ding. Um... Bailey uh, defeats uh, Peyton Royce, who is the tall girl. Tall woman. Yeah, very tall woman. <laughs> uh, she had a flower. She she's, seemed to be going for some sort of green flower, poison ivy-ish looking thing. Yeah, she brought a flower out with her and posed with it. And yeah, it was very, I, I don't know. I'm not a big comic book guy, but that's what I got, poison ivy yeah, with her that's colors. Fine. And I didn't get sweet. anything from it. I just was like, oh, you got a flower now? Yeah. Knee prop. She had a cool look to her. I don't yeah. know. Okay. This is, I thought she was a good worker. Yeah, I, me I'm too. I'm excited to see all too, so. the other girls who aren't Bailey right now. In, yeah. Uh, like even it's time for like Alexa Bliss to, to try to step up and be a bigger that. Because the women's division in NXT is a little lacking. After this year, after it kind of got cleaned out? Yep. Yeah. I think Alexa Bliss is the the clear number two. Maybe not in terms of who the number one contender is, mm-hmm. but in terms of who the best Te- workers yeah. are. I think it's Bailey, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Even though I think they have... Uh, the Nia Jax. Yeah, Nia Jax ahead of her. I don't really like Nia no, Jax No, what about Emma and Dana Brooke? I think they could be uh, a solid two or three. Yeah, yeah in that's terms true. Of yeah. Emma has gotten a lot better. Yeah, Emma too. for sure. I think maybe it goes Bailey, Emma, Alexa Bliss, Dana. Yeah, I'm still not. Uh, I'm still not buying in on uh, Nia Jax. Who I'm uh, buying in even less every week. Who, by the way, uh, popped out during this Bailey match, uh, cut a With promo. 
with Eva. With Eva. Wouldn't Eva... let Eva speak. Right. I can speak my own mind. And, uh, Which is good, I guess. Declared her intentions, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. to win the title as number one contenders are ought to do. I wants it. That's what she I said. I wants it. That's pretty much, pretty much it. Uh, you guys aren't, aren't in on her yet, eh? I Not like, yet. I liked might her change. a lot the first couple weeks. I think it's the music. Music's got to change. Yeah. Every yeah. time we talk and I you know. guys go, that music's got to change. And originally I was like, I don't mind it. It's kind of like Lady Gaga-esque or whatever. But the more we've talked about her being this big heel mm-hmm. and the dominating force of NXT in the women's division, the less I like that song. And every time it plays, it makes me not less invested in her, but I'm just like, this is a dance club song. Right. I mean, she's not going to be a phenomenal worker in the sense that we know phenomenal workers. She could turn into something really cool, being a big, yeah. like being bigger than everyone. But I haven't seen anything in terms of her like personality or promo that I've yeah. really latched onto yet. She, uh, she's still pretty green. You yeah, can tell totally. there's a lot of stuff that she's got to do. But I think, I think there's a lot of potential in her. Yeah, I think totally. There's a lot of money to be made. I think it's a good quote unquote role model. That for young girls, that any size you yeah. can do whatever you want, they can go with that and run with it. And she seems to embrace <laughs> that Bella's as like, well. Take her down on the main roster and well, call her names or whatever. Hopefully that doesn't happen. She but literally gets cut for they, being that too fat. That is a really cool thing for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Chris Hero. It'll be You're like she wasn't. Enough, she Naya. wasn't in shape. Yeah. We cut her, but any girl can do anything she wants. <laughs> yeah, but I do agree with you, Warren. They do have a chance to do something really cool here and be like, oh, yeah. People of all sizes. Same thing with like Kevin Owens in terms of just kind of breaking that WWE mold again of, hey, that guy's heavier set, but look at him tearing down the house. Totally. Do you think that's still, a, like, I, obviously Vince is going to never really change from what he prefers, but it seems like size is no longer a detriment to get in. It's, no, yeah. Still having a good physique, though, will always help you, I think. Right. I think that helps yeah. just in athleticism. It's always, yeah. But yes. I mean, it's uh, when you have those big showy muscles like uh, Apollo Crews. Mm. WWE officials, I'm sure, see that and are like, there's a main eventer right there. That guy looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Right? It's like, would they be so invested in Titus O'Neil if he didn't look like a chiseled machine? And that's a fair point, but I think that now they look at other guys and be like, man, that guy looks different instead of that guy's not Mm -hmm. big enough and everything, which is great. I think now with NXT and the depth that they can have, Mm -hmm. they should be taking absolutely everyone they can because... Mm -hmm. You have the room for it. You have the performance center. You have the budget. You have everything you need. You can turn them into something. And if they don't pan out, all right, see ya. And the roster's not deep enough for a three-hour show right now. Exactly. So you have room to bring up a lot of talent without waiting for other people to leave. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the coolest thing about NXT is that there's kind of – it's like ice cream. There's almost a flavor for everybody. Or, hey, this guy's got a giant beard. This guy's a little heavier set. This guy's a singer. He's looking at you. And saying these things. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, just describing my yeah. face. You can see oh, his oh, eyes going oh, from so the top guys, of you. I was describing Bray Wyatt. Thank you very much. Beard, heavy set, likes ice cream. It's uh, uh, good. All right. You don't know Bray Wyatt likes ice cream. He looks like a Rocky Road kind of guy. Yeah. Or pistachio. Yep. Uh, main event: Samoa Joe and Baron Corbin against Finn Balor and Apollo Cruz. Samoa Joe once again knocks out. Uh, Balor with his uh, Coquita clutch. Coquina mm-hmm. clutch, I think. Balor spit <laughs> up a bunch after it, like or in the hold or whatever, which I think is a great way yeah. to sell You did that uh, last week, too, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's great. That's great business in terms of, like, uh, or he's actually going out and, like, coughing yeah. up or spitting up some shit. Samoa Joe legitimately hates him and has <laughs> choked him up <laughs> twice. 
Yeah, that was a cool touch. It was pretty gross, but that's what you want. You hey, want it, it makes it look, look like... a little more real. It makes Joe uh, a really good threat. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because coming out of this, uh, I kind of forgot that Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews was actually a program and that these guys weren't just the two Sides guys they there. found. Like, yeah. uh, go go in there. Uh, yeah. I forgot this was an NXT match between those two, too. So we'll get into uh, that card for the next show. Mm-hmm. Down the road a bit. Yes. Uh, in the picks section. It was a good uh, good go-home, quote-unquote, show for NXT. Yeah, Samojo okay. looks really strong. That yep. seems to be what their goal was, yeah. to make him look unstoppable. And you have him, like you say, knock out Valor a couple times so that Valor can probably get that moment of overcoming. Mm-hmm. Right? He Maybe he gets out of the Coquina clutch at the takeover and finally Impossible. does it and then hits his move and that's it. So The way they've built the past couple weeks of TV has really made Joe versus uh, Valor very interesting. I thought you were referring to the Joe-verse, like the universe in which the Joe- cheers for that's Joe. The, that's, that's what Joe All my is. fans in the Joe-verse. <laughs> all the Joe-verse out there. Uh, spending their Samoa Joe currency that we... Joe dollars. Joe dollars. Joe dollars. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Joe money. <laughs> Joe money. Spending Joe that's money. That's not Joe money. That's my money. Okay. Ready for the next one? Let's uh, Let's do Raw. Nope. No. Nope. We're doing nope. the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view happened first. TLC. TLC. <laughs> I need to like, send you hand signals. It's true. That would this help. It's a T. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is backwards, a C. Though. You did your L backwards. I did my L backwards. Uh, it's my wrestling logo. Yeah, okay. L. Good. Um, like first up. Oh, on the pre-show. Pre-show match. Did you guys watch the pre-show match? Yep. I did. Good. Uh, Banks versus Lynch. Uh, I think this was better than the main card Divas match. Yep, I will I say that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they had a promo beforehand where they really had Team Bad come out and act very similar to New Day-esque kind of stuff. I'm uh, afraid where they're going with that. Yeah, me too, because it, it can easily take a wrong turn. Same with New Day. New Day could easily say some shit and be like, oh, I don't, I'm not part of that New Day stuff anymore. But at least, at least New Day did it first. Yeah. Like, at least. Yeah, that's true. They're going to live and die by that. I don't want them being like, this is the new thing. We're doing this with all our... Three-person black tag teams. One of them's Samoan. Yeah, that's true. But it was cool in the way that they got uh, a crowd that should love Sasha Banks in the hometown crowd to boo her, at least during the promo. Yeah, and Warren, you were talking about how you thought it was weird that maybe it would have been good use for Banks on the main card. It just doesn't make any sense to have a show in Boston where you know she's going to get a good reaction. Why wouldn't you put this on the main card? This, this, They have had good matches in the past. They had a match for the NXT Divas, their women's championship in the past, these two. And they had a great match here as well. I just don't understand why you don't put this on the card. If you're going to do it, might as well do it on the actual card itself. Somehow they don't like booking people in their hometowns good anymore. Well, and I think one of the things is maybe the the thing was we don't have any plans for her and we're putting her on the pre-show because she's from Boston. It also doesn't help it kind of announce the day of Hmm. or the day before. Because I guess for the crowd... Doesn't matter to them at all if it's pre-show or main card. Yeah, they're still seeing it. Right. Yeah, you're Where, still seeing it live in attendance. But for for people who I'd be in, I crowd was pretty good for it. So if I, I was someone tuning in on the main card and they were like, "You missed Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch," I would debatably be like, "Shit, I got to go back and see that," or like, or maybe not even. But if it, <laughs> those are your two options, <laughs> maybe or maybe not. But I would definitely want to go back and be like. Or after seeing Paige versus Charlotte, I'd be like, oh, I hope that first Divas match was good. 
Yeah, uh, and then they they did some weird promo stuff with them where they were singing, and mm. turns out Tamina isn't the greatest singer. Shocker! Mm. Uh, and they tried to get her essentially to get heat, but it didn't work. So Boston well, was having none of it. Victoria thought a picture of Tamina with no makeup on. It was like from Up Up Down Down, mm. and Tamina's just in the back wearing a hoodie, and Vic goes. Is that one of the Usos' brothers? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Tamina right there. And she's like, Oh, I thought that was a dude. Ah, uh, yes. He's got a pretty husky or like manually looking figure. She's very homely. She has a strong jaw. Is how you say that's, that. That's very strong. Is her jaw? Um, main card. Start with the best and work our way down. A new day against Lucha Dragons. The Usos in what Warren would say, back to the bo- back of the box material here. A candidate for match of the year. It is. Absolutely it is. I thought this is a fucking well-booked, well-performed match. Yep. Start to finish. Best match on the card. Yeah, easily oh, yeah. match of the for night. For sure. Stole easily it. match of the night. Yep. It was funny that when we got tweets after TLC, people being like, is it bad that this might be my nominee for match of the year? And it's like, no, you don't really see ladder matches this good anymore between mm. teams. Again, the build was shitty, but yeah, that's the only reason. Like, because I totally agree with you. In between the ropes, it's hard to find a lot of flaw or fault in that uh, in that match, and it probably would be one of my matches of the year too if it if I was invested in anything that happened in it. Is it weird that I think after that match now and what takes place on Raw is that there kind there might be another ladder match coming for these three teams again? Who knows? Like, I could see them being like Mania. We're doing it again. Yeah, I mean, it could be, because it like, was a great match. This is probably going to sound lame, but like when they do the— Scotty, everything you say, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is true. But when they came out on Raw and did the whole like mutual respect bit or whatever, I was like, they're maybe trying to set this up to be the next like Hardys, Dudleys, Edge, and Christian in terms of like three teams, and as they put on the matches, people get more invested. Yeah, and We're going to talk about that more when we get to the— uh... It's tough to, to do another match just because they did so many spots here already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like, I'm trying to think of tough to catch really? lightning in a bottle twice. But like that's yeah. Selena Del Sol. Uh, yeah, w- totally. Spot off, of the year over for the me. top of the ladder onto that ladder that was laying between the second rope and wedged in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a great spot. Yep. Yeah, that, I liked the uh, the bench pressing of the ladder too. Such a simple thing to do that wouldn't have been too hard for Big E, but it highlights that he is the strong guy and can push this ladder around. I thought that was genius. Yeah. Tons genius. of really good spots, high-risk stuff, and not a lot of botches. No. Yeah, so, and no. when you got a team like the Lucha Dragons in there, there's always that, oh, my God, every other jump could be a botch between those two. And um, oh, Go ahead. Like they, they did a stellar job. Like There wasn't very bot- many botches. There was no moments where you're like, okay, everybody's down. It was fast. The work rate was good. It was quick-paced. Yeah, and you know a lot of the times in those matches you get that like, okay, someone's not where they need to be and you can tell that they're like, oh, you got to get in here, you got to get out. You, you. Yep. This it one felt perfect. like the people were in the right place most yeah. of the time. Which is funny that you bring that up because the tables match on that card. There's yeah. moments where you're like, holy shit, they're running around trying to set stuff up on the outside and then all of a sudden like Bray's waving to Luke Harper to run over here. Uh, ending was my only problem with it just because it was exactly what I expected, but I guess that's not really a problem. But I was like, it's going to be great match, great match, great match. And then Xavier Woods gets involved and it's the new day. Yeah. Threw a trombone at him, though, which was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Never seen a trombone fly, <laughs> as the joke goes. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Yep. Really good match. Okay, we're going to go downhill a little bit from there. Yes, we are. This, um, this would have been a great spot for Sasha and uh, 
Becky. I'm saying that right now. I mean, in a way, it's like I wouldn't want to follow that. So I guess throw the shittiest match out there next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the bad thing is that you watching the pay-per-view, you, right at this point, you're on like a high point of like, this card's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't. Nope. Um, Rusev versus Ryback in a singles match. Uh, this is a match I did not care for the build. I did not care about when it when the guys came out, and they did nothing during the match to make me care about it throughout, and then the match ended with another referee stoppage. Yeah, this was very much a, uh, okay, uh, Rusev is back with Lana. We're pretending like none of that other stuff happened. Mm-hmm. We need to get him a dominating win. Yep. And then we can move on to bigger and better things. So right. it was just let's let's get through this first one, and then we're into the quote-unquote promised land again. So. We hope. <laughs> yeah. We they hope really it's not pro- another couple months of Ryback Rusev. Yeah. They really proved that Ryback is dumb as fuck because he fell for the same trick three times from Lana. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, there was no, like, the fool well me again. once, shame on you, fool me twice, whatever. What, was the, what was the second one? I know, uh, the the sec- Raw on the pay-per-view. Uh, there was one on SmackDown as well. Okay. Because there was the stair kick. Oh, yeah. And then the st- bowling over, yeah, which he wanted the right. first week. Those are the two. The and then there was the third one on this pay-per-view, too. Right. Which, yeah, I thought that that's what they were planning to do, was have him be like, yaha, you're not tricking you're me. Not and me somehow, again. like, get her to put weight on that foot. But no, no, he just... Or just ignore again. her and go after <laughs> Rusev. Worked, the only thing nope. I liked in this match was when Rusev has him in the accolade and then he looks over his shoulder and gives Lana the little kiss or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, good. yeah, that makes them look like monsters again, kind of. Aside from that, no, this match sucked. Yeah, right guy won is the only thing I can say for that. Yes. Next up, get a little better. Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger in a chairs match for the United States Championship. This was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Me too. I I, I I had low hopes for this like this matchup of these two together. Yeah. And in a chairs match, which is generally kind of a bullshit yep. match to work. Uh, they gave Jack Swagger a lot more offense than I thought they were going to. Yeah, he did yeah. well. For the first half, too. Like he carried pretty much most of the first part of that match and then kind of backed off a bit, which is not how I pictured it. So I guess in that way, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And like, as, as much as me and Scotty disagree on most things in the world, I think we are unified in our love for Jack Swagger. Yeah. It was really <laughs> funny because my dad doesn't know much about Jack Swagger. And he's just like, I'm not cheering for the foreign guy. Yep, I'll cheer for go. the American that's guy. What J- that's what his job is as then, Jack Swagger. And then I'm like, Dad, Jack Swagger is kind of a joke within the company. Like, I'm rooting for him here too. And then I was like checking the pixels. I was like, oh, God, I hope I didn't pick Swagger. Uh, no sign of Zeb whatsoever. Didn't do a run-in. Didn't do anything. Nope. It was just, he, he's gone. He uh, kind of neat finish. He did the double foot stomp into a big pile of chairs, and then Jack Swagger just comically slid down them <laughs> for the pin. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was okay. When he was setting it up, I was like, that's a cool way to go for, yeah. for doing the finish. Especially. You have to do, if they give you a chairs match, you might as well do that. Uh, Del Rio maintains his stiff status as well. Some of those chair shots oh, were mm-hmm. brutal. Like yeah. It was funny because there was times where he'd smoke Jack with one, and then he'd throw it to the side, and then he'd pick up another one, and he'd be like, like, Jack is still not recovering from that first yeah. chair shot, so he just tosses that at him nicely. Yeah. Like, hey, Pero, yeah. get ready. Here's another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, it, Alberto Del Rio, and part of it is the stiff work. He's a really easy guy to hate, which is kind of why I like him as a heel. Because I don't really have a whole... He's a good worker. Yeah. And other than that, it's just like, I don't really like anything about you, so you are a perfectly fine heel for me. <laughs> Remember when he got released from the company and both me and Warren were like, we hope he does great on the indies. And we were like, we're just so sick of seeing him on TV. Yeah. He's a great worker. He's one of the best they have. Part of the biggest difference for you guys versus me for Alberto Del Rio is I took a wrestling break 
through a very large portion of his career. Mm. So I don't think I was as fatigued on him as you guys were. I was just really fatigued on him, Seamus. And my, my biggest problem is that he came back and I said, okay, this fits, benefit of the doubt, let's make something out of it this time, and already I don't care about him in less than, or just over a month, I don't care about Alberto Del Rio. I care more now that he's not with Zeb. Me I too. care more about him being in League of Nations. Sure. I think and, he's a good part of League of Nations. Like, I care about that faction. I, and that's the thing. Now, do I care about them as much now that there's not the now World the Heavyweight Championship oh. anywhere near it? Yeah, maybe not. Right? Like, we'll see how it goes, how they right. book them, I guess. Anywhere but... near it. Seamus should be entitled to well, at least one rematch. True, but he doesn't have it at the at the moment. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where they go. But is Zeb gone? Like, that's, that's it? It's is funny he... if the way that Zeb gets written off is when he's like, you don't... Like be around me anymore, old man. And then he like just like scooters away yeah. or whatever. And it's like, and from there he scootered off into the sunset, just like, rode off. If I had to guess, he'll come back with some rival for Del Rio for a United States Championship. John Cena. Put yep. him back with Swagger. He'll come back with John, John Cena. Cena. Swagger. How funny would that be? How would be? Swagger get another shot at the title? He didn't even deserve this one. We the people. Oh no, I just want Zeb Coulter with uh, Swagger. Yeah, no, he's gonna. They come can back they with can do whatever they want on the mid to lower card, but I just think they should be together again. <laughs> It's gonna be Zeb and John. It's gonna happen. Zeb and John. It'll That's be like ridiculous. the. It'll be the exact. No, it'll it's be the. It's gonna ex- happen. It'll you, be the exact same team? thing. At, it'll be a pay per view open John challenge. Heel? It'll be a pay per view open challenge. No, Del Rio's face. Oh. Or, I mean, heel. Del Rio so dropped John. Zeb, so Zeb yeah. has to come back as a face with a face to go oh, against. Oh, he's gonna John's, come back uh, as a face. Against. Okay. It's gonna be yeah. a yeah. uh, pay per view open challenge, yep. and no one's gonna know who it is. And then it's mm-hmm. gonna be Zeb rolling out, and he's gonna introduce John Cena. The exact same thing, just reversed. I like it. Next up, we got the Wyatt family. Uh, against uh, the Dudleys, Tommy, Dreamer, and Rhino in an eight-man elimination tag team tables match. Yes. This is Tornado style. This is the biggest disappointment because this is the match I was the most excited for. I was really excited for this match, too, and boy, did this seem disjointed. Fuck, it sucks. It was a little sloppy. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of bad breaks as well, like the table breaking literal, when yeah. guys that's the, laying I, that's on it. That's the and worst like... thing that can happen in a wrestling ring. Well, people could die, uh, but... That's a really bad thing that could happen. When your gimmicks break like that? Right, and it just takes you out of it. It's just like, yeah, wrestling's really fake. Well, Sometimes especially I... when you have a name on that table for a specific person Yeah, to like there was supposed through. to be a big spot involving Brock, and then it's just like, nope. or, oh, it, oh, oh, no, it no, broke. Can't do that it anymore. broke just with your weight they, getting off they, of it. Yeah, they, two tables broke. There was one in the corner that just like broke the bottom part of it. They didn't call that as an elimination. And there was the one where they were like going to get on top of it or something. Uh, no, Devon was rolling off of it. Yeah, do, yeah, and it just and broke. The, the legs just could when, not uh, handle that yeah, rolling. Yeah, Rowan off. did the the top rope spot. Right, and jumped Rowan over jumped over him, and then he yeah, that was oh, I was just and like, then oh. Rowan that was the table that Rowan was supposed to therefore there immediately right. go through because you could tell because they, they ran had to stall out and get another table, grabbed set another it up. table, yeah. and immediately put him through it right after the taped Rowan one, and it was just like, yeah. and then it didn't get a whole lot better after that. Nothing super good in this match. Uh, I liked uh, Bray putting. Um, what do you put, Devon? I think through the table with his kind of rock bottomy yep. kind yeah. of thing. I thought that was the most exciting moment, just because he looked super intense about it and hit him hard, uh, and that was kind of it. That was all I liked. I and like comes. Up, oh, I like the tease of the uh, fire too. They obviously with can't Bubba? do it. Yeah. Um, but I liked the tease of it because then it gives the wide heat for not allowing it to happen. Yeah. So I I, I like actually that. legitimately thought he couldn't get the thing to work. Oh yeah, but no, I, I'm know. pretty sure fire restrictions they just can't do that anymore. They do. They've done certain it. arenas. I think it is. Yeah, maybe certain arenas. Yeah. but they've done the spot oh, not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, uh, right, last one I remember. Daniel Bryan is... and Kane. Yeah, that's less than a year ago. Yeah, really, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah, yeah. it was how they finished their Extreme Rules match. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I was thinking longer than that, but still, yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
uh, the Wyatts win that, which I did agree with. Yeah, yeah. No, like, that was Whites, the right team to right go. Team. Like as the engine before they were starting up, I was like, this is gonna be a great match. But my lord, do the Whites need this win? The, and then Vic's like, you've said that in the past, like two pay per views. I'm like, so they really need the win tonight, then. So I, I, th- I think they just really didn't need the loss. If you lose to a bunch of old guys like that, yeah. and you have your team that's gigantic. They won, would not be. A good they won look. three to one or three nothing. Yeah, actually, I think it was Scotty who called it. Yeah, but it was Rowan was the only one eliminated, which yep. is what Scotty said would yeah. happen. So yep. And there came a point in that match where you're like, oh my god! And if it happened, that'd be cool. When it's just Bubba Ray Dudley by himself, you're like. Is Bubba gonna run this back by himself? And you're like, if he, if he did, that would start that singles career in WWE of him being like, I'm a bad guy or whatever. Yeah. But no, this match sucked. Yep. Uh, next up, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I almost said three W's <laughs> like a website. Uh, surprising finish in this one. Yeah, I don't think really. anybody saw that coming necessarily. Not at all. I didn't I think this was a great match None by any had, means. Uh, like, I didn't think it was a bad match, pick. but based on what these guys could do, I thought this was pretty average, but the surprise ending totally kind of won it over for me. Yeah. I think I thought the match might be a little bit better than it was the night of TLC because I was just so disappointed. And I was like, okay, Ambrose Owens are coming out here. They're going to put on a decent to good singles match at least yeah. to cover up the suck fest that just was. And I maybe thought they were going to do a great singles match and only got a decent to good. Okay. Like, so. And it could just be don't put all your eggs in one basket That's exactly sort of it. thing. So but maybe. you can't help it, right? Like you, yeah. you yeah. go into these matches thinking Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens is the one I'm looking forward to. Even though we all had Owens picked uh, in terms of who would win this match, uh, I was super like, okay, cool. What is uh, Where does Owens go now that he's lost the Intercontinental title, especially with all those Lesnar rumors floating around? The intriguing thing was that, okay, so they've taken the title off of him. Do they have even bigger plans for him post this title? Yeah. Right? So, Which is what I think. He'll get the rematch, I think, at uh, at the Rumble and probably lose. And then, yeah, who knows what they have planned for him. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting because you want to make him, if if they have the plans for him, we think they have for him, which in one way or another is working a main event kind of program. Mm-hmm. You need to make him look strong coming out of his program with Dean, but you can't have him get that title, which is yeah. always where the most creative booking comes in. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I think they, I, I have this weird feeling that they do have something big planned for him, though. Me too. I think, I think that's the direction. So Especially after true. like what happened on Raw. I yeah. was like, all right, cool. I see that happening Something, now. Yeah. I was happy for Diener to get his second yeah. WWE title, US and now the Intercontinental. I love the, the just running into the crowd and celebrating. Yeah. With yeah. Guys and too. he, like, he is that guy. He feels like an underdog. Oh, like, for there's sure. a lot yeah. of guys who play an underdog who don't feel like an underdog. Dean Ambrose, the crowd's always behind him. And when he wins, it's just like, oh, good for Dean. Yeah. There isn't an aspect of Dean Ambrose, the WWE character, and his in ring stuff that I don't like, aside from that stupid. Bounce through the ropes yeah. thing. Aside from that, no, Dean Ambrose is great in everything he does, pretty much. And I mean, that, that was a highlight of this match as well, is that when they were on the outside, Ambrose did his little 619 reversal when he gets thrown outside, towards yeah. the ring and comes back out, and Owens catches him and does the fallaway slam. Like, I'm like, finally! Yeah. Someone has figured this man out and <laughs> fucking not let him do that And move. if anyone's going to do that shit where it's like, no, that's stupid. Why wouldn't you just punch the guy or catch him into a slam? Kevin Owens is kind of that guy, yeah, so. To just do it. Yeah, I agree. Next up, Charlotte versus Paige for the WWE Divas Championship. Guess who was with Charlotte? It was Ric Flair. Oh, that right. would have been Serena Knight. And for the amount that we complain or that I complain about 
I want them to separate her as much as they can from Rick, and she should be able to do her own thing. They seem to be going the exact opposite way because yep. she's strutting now. She did the flare flop in this match, yep. uh, dropping the knee pad and then dropping the knees, and like she's a carbon copy of her father. Right, that is what they're going for, and that is yeah, that's totally the program they're working. Where it's like she is turning into the dirtiest woman in the game. Yep, and uh, yeah, I could I could really do without that program. I mean, maybe I she's maybe she's a super good heel. I don't know, but I know she's a super good worker, and she hasn't really got a chance to show that yet in this program. I did prefer her as a heel in NXT over her face run, but she wasn't doing any of this when she was a heel. So, right. I don't know. I, I think I think she yeah, she has she the look a to heel, be a heel. She would only really say like, "I'm just genetically superior." She yeah. wouldn't say why, but we all knew it. And she's got a bit of the resting bitch face as well, mm-hmm. right? So she can play the role that way and. Like you say, she's just better genetically, yeah. physically, every way. Oh, yeah. When she comes out to the ring and does her car, uh, standing cartwheel into the splits in the ring, I'm sure a lot of girls are like, fuck you, I can't. I've been <laughs> able to do that since I was 14. Yeah. Um. The other thing I didn't like about it was she was obviously playing kind of a half-heel role, and Paige was coming in as the heel, and I don't think I've ever watched a heel-heel match that I've liked. It was just so awkward do it of, like, face, who is face. the baddie right now? Yeah. I don't, who am I supposed like, to Like, I don't want for? either of you to win. Like, yeah, and you can tell the crowd felt the same way too, where they're like, Who do we, what do I do with no. my hands? Continued, uh, continued disappointments from the Divas booking. Yes, uh, Charlotte wins, right? Yes, Charlotte did win. This um, revolution wasn't anywhere what we all thought it was going to be when it started. Well, and we'll sit here and we'll just keep hoping that they're like, Well, they'll get it eventually. Well, they'll get it we'll eventually. Get it. But holy, yeah, I don't, I got my hopes so up for it, and I've hated everything they've done almost. Yep. Me too. To a T. Uh, last up, we got our main event. Sheamus versus Roman Reigns in a TLC match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. What did you guys think of the match first? This was a better, like a really good match, actually. Yeah, it wasn't for bad. The, yeah. For the guys who were in it and the interest I would have, as I was watching it, I was getting more invested. Mm-hmm. Me too. I kind of had the same feeling. I thought I these guys were performing better than I expected them to. I still didn't really care about the outcome, or more so I thought I knew the outcome so strongly I was more just waiting for it to happen. Sure. Um, I went in with the idea of like, because I was of the opinion they were still trying to do the uh, the authority holds Roman Reigns down somehow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, he's getting screwed somehow near the finish. Mm-hmm. No matter how good the match is or how close Roman comes, something's screwing him. Whether he's an inch away and then the lights go out and someone shows up or Triple H comes down and screws him or League yep. of Nations. Yeah, you're waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And you never, during this match, were like, I wonder if Roman's going to win this. I never had that feeling. No. Uh, which was fine, because he didn't. Um, but the real action, so how that match ends is League of Nations guys come out, they uh, distract Roman long enough for Shane to hit a bro kick, and then he climbs the ladder. Despite yes. Roman scratching and clawing to get back which in. Which was a cool touch. That yeah. they, he just didn't just didn't stay outside of the ring and have him win. You had that moment of he's just getting into the ring and touch the ladder and starting to kind of bring himself yeah. to his knees as Sheamus yeah. is grabbing the belt. I, I like that. It wasn't the stereotypical, right. I have laid you out right. and grabbed the belt. It was disheartening, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was disheartening because you're used to seeing guys fumble oh, with that just so long enough close. for him right to get it. there. Oh, my God. And he didn't do it. Um... After the match. Okay, how can the... Like, I get that they built... The way they built this was Roman and Friends versus League of Nations throughout the build of going up to it. How come when League of Nations came out, I get the Usos were banged up, but where the fuck was Dean Ambrose? They make such a point to say that Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns are, like, 
best friends on screen or whatever, right? Dean Ambrose was probably drunk off yeah, his ass. Yeah, Ambrose is like, nope, <laughs> I can't even believe I won this thing. But it was just like the whole time, like my dad's like, okay, now where's Roman's family or friends coming to help him? Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't seem, not fair or whatever, because I, I don't think that's what they're going for at all. That was strange. It was just that, weird that, that nobody came to Roman's aid. It That, that was strange that they didn't, but the way that they did it, I don't think you, it called for it. I don't think they needed him. Mm. Like, it, it was this moment of, okay, you've pushed Roman so far, he's finally going to snap, and this is yeah, it. And right. he, or it was more at least like, when Alberto Del Rio and Rusev are there, how come nobody tries to like... Come and just cancel like, each other oh, yeah, out or just, sort of you thing. You know, cancel them out, and then, oh, they brawl to the back or through the crowd or some shit. Because it yeah. wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Was I wrestling. Guess. <laughs> I guess so. It was just funny that When they're sitting there being like, like, why don't we have guys go fight those guys? It's like, because it won't work. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's just so funny. Everyone on social media being like, where's Roman's BFF? Um, the, the coolest part about this match was watching the crowd from the start of this match to the finish, mm. uh, and to after the finish, I guess, to... Was Roman comes out and they kind of heavily boo him. Sheamus is kind of 50 50. As the match goes on and on, they kind of see how they're booking it. They start to hate Sheamus a little bit more. They start to like Roman a little bit more. And then the finish happens and they booed Sheamus. Sheamus mm-hmm. got to heat. And literally, from the start of this match to the end of the show, it completely flipped. They flipped. Yeah, they totally 100%. flipped. 100%. And, and, and granted, a little bit of credit where credit is due in that. This whole weird way of giving them something worse than Roman will make them like Roman kind of worked in the match itself. Right. In that the more that they realized that Sheamus was going to win, the more they realized that they didn't like that idea. Right. But it wasn't fully until Roman snapped and started chairs and going nuts where they were all like the people are like yeah I'd like this is different well, yeah, I like the this that there's a thank you Roman chant yeah. I never thought like if you were beginning of the year we're like hey when Roman Reigns finally gets to that title picture you think there'll be a thank you Roman chant I'd be like nope not a chance in hell yeah. the fact that like that crowd was either swayed by you know something worse than Sheamus or Sheamus had won enough of them over throughout that match or whatever to change it, because like shame is or Roman got booed when he came in, mm-hmm. like he normally does. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I feel like at least half the arena liked it. At some point, it's we'd rather have Reigns than Sheamus. So at some point, you're like, well, I'll cheer for Reigns then, because this is all the options you've given me. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how how this ends after after the win, uh, Triple H comes out to stop uh, Reigns from just massacring everyone, and then Reigns goes after Triple H, uh, beats the holy hell out of him, puts him through a table. Well, what does he do? He slams him, power bombs him onto the table. Table doesn't break. Gets up, drops an elbow on him to put him through the table. Goes up the ramp. They're hauling Triple H up, and then he just comes sprinting back down the ramp and hits a, a big giant spear. There's some nice chair shots in there before that, too. Yep. Gets the uh, thank you, Roman chant. Uh, and this feels like, and it, it only goes up from here when we talk about what happens on Raw, but it feels like they've at least got Sheamus, or uh, Reigns to an acceptable level of like, what? I like you better than all the people you're beating up. Yeah, so you're, that's you're good enough for me. Over, like yeah. that's almost like what they did with Stone Cold, where it's just like have him beat up everyone yeah. until they like this Stone Cold character. I'm glad you brought that up because it, it almost looked like they finally realized, okay, let's stop re- trying to book Roman as though he's John Cena mm-hmm. because he clearly isn't. Doesn't have the mic skills. Doesn't Stone have the Cold. charisma or any of the things that John Cena really has, other yeah. than he's a good worker and has a good look. Let's kind of book him like Stone Cold and have him, you know, tag the boss and. He's been pushed and pushed and pushed, and now he's finally snapping and getting his revenge, and people kind of like that, right? You know what's crazy is, though, as soon as people tag the boss or it's them versus the authority, 
That's such a fucking relatable story in terms of like for people, even when it was Daniel Bryan and the underdog in the company or Stone Cold, like when everyone was like, how cool would it be to drink a beer and punch your boss and give him the finger or whatever? Like Roman Reigns is kind of the modern day version of that right now, at least. And it is crazy how like myself included, I kind of sit there and be like, man, does there always have to be this heel authority storyline going on constantly? But it is like just so much of the tried and true uh, get a guy over by having him go against the heel boss figures. Yeah, the boss company. And they overuse it, but that's because it seems to work every it time. It works. Yeah. yeah, it does. It gets people over it in an extreme amount. Like It is what the entire attitude Daniel era Bryan was really was based over, around. But then the yes movement of him fighting the authority got him to a whole other level. Yep. Uh, it was an interesting finish. What do yeah. you give this pay-per-view out of ten? Yeah, four. Four? Yeah, I'm about a five. I was a five, too. Like, yeah. for every good match, there's one that you're just like, I could have done without it. Yeah. I, literally, that score is, like, the first match and the last segment. Yep. The last match is good. Not great. No, but... th- th- fair. I had no problem with the last match, and I had no problem with the Dean Ambrose-Kevin Owens match. Uh, just didn't, uh, I maybe overhyped it in my head. Want to go to Raw? Let's do that. If I can find, there it is. Now get the cards, the drugs, the interaction, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a The Wells Fargo Center, Philadelphia, home of, home of the uh, 2015 Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. where Roman Reigns won said Royal Rumble. And was booed out of the building. Uh, they did not like him at all. Yeah, the crowd plays a huge part in this show. Stephanie McMahon opens up the show, talks about Roman Reigns' attack on Triple H last night. She says, imagine what it's like to go home and tell your children what happened to their father. Uh, Rowan Reigns comes out as she's kind of teasing that she's about to fire him or suspend him or something. Uh, Reigns interrupts and says he's a father too and wishes his daughter a happy birthday. He says he's short on time, so if she's going to fire him, then she should just do it already. She calls him a uh, failure and a disgrace, but then he says disgrace accurately describes her entire family. Mm. Everyone. Uh, And then Steph slaps him across the face about like eight times. Yep. Uh, Hard. Yeah, she was like flapping a shit show on him. Uh, Stephanie says Hunter asked her not to fire Roman, but Vince McMahon is on his way, and he just might fire him himself. Yeah, I I still think the weakest part of Roman Reigns is his ability to kind of like spontaneously throw on the mic with someone. Like, I think you can go out there and send him with a a script or some bullet points, but I don't think he can back and forth with anyone, even Stephanie. Yeah, and I feel like Stephanie kind of knew that, was like, but you better say something sharp because I'm ready to unload on you. And then, like, as soon as she said that, you're like, he can't. He doesn't know how. Yeah, Roman Reigns, like, (laughs) takes a second to think to himself, like, shit, what do I got? Like, he's at the drawing board, and he's like, I'm coming up with blanks. (laughs) Bleed that. No, it doesn't work. Oh, shit, bleed that doesn't work. Uh, Make fun of her testicles. Nope, she don't got them. Can't say tater tots. Uh. And as much as he kind of worked in the end, his literal defense was the schoolyard of defense is like, no, you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're a disgrace. No, you are. No, you are. Takes one, no one. I'm a disgrace. You're a disgrace. (laughs) Your whole family's a disgrace. I'll go, uh, yeah, I'll one-up you. Your daddy's a disgrace. (laughs) My daddy's cool. My daddy uh, but, can kick your daddy's ass. But the fans uh, into him. Fans are yeah, behind Roman Reigns at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. weird is happening. 
Uh, Dean Ambrose takes on Dolph Ziggler in a pretty solid match, mm. uh, but we don't get a finish because Kevin Owens comes out and attacks both of them. I think he technically hit Ziggler first. Yes. Yeah. So Ambrose wins. Uh, he delivers two pop-up power bombs to Ambrose after the match. G- uh, Ziggler tries to come in and help, but Owens uh, powers bombs him on to Ambrose. That always Ooh. looks like it hurts. Yes. A yes, lot. It, yes, yes, it does. <laughs> what do you guys uh, think of this this it, tilt? It was good. It made uh, between this and the promo that followed with JoJo. It took Kevin Owens a little bit further away from that goofy Kevin Owens. Yes, very much so. That uh, towards the Kevin Owens that I like more. Yeah. I mean, I like a good joke as much as the next guy, but I'm really into that whole prize fighter, angry, crazy, beat him up guy that was against John Cena when he first came. So I'm happy that this seemed to be hinting of him heading a little bit more down that path. Like, Kevin Steen backslash Owens is best when he's, like, legitimately evil and he sounds like his intentions are to hurt or drive somebody insane, right? So when he's like, I'm not going to stop until Dean Ambrose is in an institution and stuff like that, you're like, okay, cool. I'm buying in more to you as uh, an evil player or a main event player. Because, like, the mayhem that he causes with the three power bombs which were all big power bombs. Like yep. he got lift on all of those makes me be like, no, that's kind of like Lesnar level of destruction. Mm. You're not throwing monitors around, but you just look, you Thank just hit God. three, you just hit three big finishers, throwing people around. Like how much you'd have to do a lot of taunting in WWE 2K <laughs> to get that, that many. many fin- oh no, wait, unless now, you did. Um, oh no, that's reversals. I'm thinking of now. Well, and if you did uh, no mercy, you just got to get the thing filled up once and then yeah. you can spam it until you special. You're, yeah. Yep. That's like what he was doing. Um, yeah, so you had JoJo talk to Owens backstage and asked him if he was justified in what he did, and he pretty much just says, I don't have to justify anything. Uh, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Yep, I'm going to put like Ambrose say, in an asylum. More serious, kind of an ominous promo mm. as well. Yep. Uh, scary looking as he did it, so yeah, it's good. It's a good look for him. Because these guys got more in their program. Yes, I agree. Because I think yeah. Owens is going from this to his WrestleMania program, so I am excited for these guys to wrap up. Yep. I wouldn't even be surprised if his mania matchup is like starting to build at the Royal Rumble and they do him versus Ambrose on TV like two weeks from now. Maybe. While we're speculating, I'm just going to say right now, I think Kevin Owens might win the Royal Rumble. Okay. That, that's fine speculation. Yeah. I think Ambrose will retain on like a raw. It'll be like top of the, the second hour. That'll be like a title match. Good. Um, The only thing about that, I, I, because it is the Royal Rumble, you have this big match that is not a sure thing to get over, but people like the match, so that's good. Mm. You only need two or three other actual wrestling matches outside of that. Yep. So why not make them really good and have Ambrose and Ooh, that is true. Owens go at it and have a really good singles match. They could do double duty, though. Like a lot of and guys totally. do. Then usually yeah. you do, right? Yeah. yeah. And especially Kevin Owens, I'm a prize fighter. Of yeah. course, he would go after both, right? Yeah. So, and if you put knows? that on at the beginning of the card, they can tear the house down. Have a match or two to rest up before the Rumble, before, you know, they're in maybe late numbers, like 20, 26 or something like that. Well, and that's the thing is people never expect guys who were already in a match. So if you have Ambrose, Ziggler, or uh, Ziggler, or Owens and Ambrose, and have that match early in the card and then bring Kevin Owens in late, that whole match people are not going to be expecting Kevin Owens. That's true. Okay, uh, ECW Originals cut a promo backstage about their adopted hometown, Philly, obviously, ECW, uh, and then ask the White family to face them in an Extreme Rules match tonight. So we're getting a kind of rematch. Mm, this was a potatoes. weird promo. It was very, uh, like, 
a lot of production put into it. Yeah, a nice and set built and, cuts and then flashbacks. Yeah. And I then. really liked this here. Like, it was all right. Everyone's little voiceover part between Bubba and Devon were really cool. Uh, playing up to the old clips was good. And th- you could hear just enough of the live crowd where they would mark out when they'd see an old ECW clip. Yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, Our Truth taking on Bo Dallas. A burner. I feel like we haven't seen Bo Dallas on TV in a while. It's been a long time. Um, Shame that. And uh, we didn't even get to finish it because uh, during the match, we cut backstage, see Vince McMahon arriving in a limo. He tells Stephanie to go back to Connecticut to take care of her husband. Uh, and then he makes his way to the ring. Uh, he Music hits in the middle of the match, and he gets in the ring and tells Bo Dallas and R-Truth to get the hell out of his ring. Mm. Got the hell out of my ring! Should have looked it up, but I know Rhino was in it. There's some house show infamous thing where... They're running a house show, and Vince is backstage and didn't like the work that was going on and did exactly this. And oh, just really? came to the ring and said, you guys are done. Get the hell out of here. I didn't know that about a rhino match. And, ah, I should have looked it up. I don't remember who it was. But was this before that's or after why, he smashed a pot of plant? That's why when he got in the ring and said that, JBL did his little throwaway comment of, oh, it's not the first time, because that was yeah. an ode to this famous Okay, thing, so. cool. Um, I think when the Vince McMahon character does shit like this, or the Mr. McMahon character, like it... it you're back on your show, and you're instantly showing that you're the be-all, end-all. My shit. Yeah, yeah, makes you look like an asshole right out of the gate, mm-hmm. which is good, because that's what he was going Although, for. And you, you never know what he is when he comes back, either. Sometimes yeah. he comes back, and he's against the authority, and it's yep. like, screw those guys. They're taking over my show. Mm-hmm. And then this time, obviously, he's on their yep. side. So. so it's nice for him to come out and establish that quickly. Boom. I'm yeah, instead, instead of having people guessing. Yeah. Did he do the Vince strut out? Yes, oh, yeah. he did. Yeah? Exaggerated arms. Maybe not so much legs. He looked like he was kind of limping a bit. Maybe his hips Maybe he's getting up there. Uh, Did yeah, you guys want to see the end of this jobber versus jobber match? Nope. No, I knew the second that they announced, like when the second guy came out, I was like, oh, I bet you Vince shows up here. I, the, I was thinking that, or maybe it's the start of them trying to do something with Bo Dallas again. <laughs> sure. Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's not even that I'm really invested in Bo Dallas. Yeah. I just thought they could have done more with that character. I agree. But, anyways. Uh, Vince says there's no chance in hell. Oh, no. So that I skipped. Vince says Reigns <laughs> is probably sweating right now. And uh, facing Vince is akin to standing in the presence of God Almighty. Reigns comes out and Vince threatens to kick his ass because he's been acting so smug and unapologetic. Vince loses his suit jacket, prepares to fight, but Seamus comes out and says he wants the pleasure of beating an apology out of Reigns himself. In fact, he's so confident Reigns can't beat him that he'll put the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on the line tonight. What a dumb champion. Yeah. Why would you just volunteer yourself? Makes himself look like a fighting champion. That doesn't matter. That's but he's not a what heel. They're trying he to build shouldn't be a fighting yeah, champion. But I don't know. It's I didn't buy the, I didn't buy this at all. Like when this when he came out and said that, I was like, I, that it sounds like you guys were trying to find a way to get that belt on the line for obvious reasons, and this was the best you could come up with. Yeah, and, and it seemed fucking dumb. Is Sheamus still considered uh, an authority pick champion? Yes. Even though he has League of Nations, like he's not considered doing well, his own know. thing. I don't really know what you mean by that. But No, sorry. Best way. Uh, Seth Rollins was repped by the authority. Yeah. He always was like, I'm going to the authority. Yeah. But once Sheamus had started League of Nations, was he no longer considered the, an authority boy? No, I think he was because Triple was H was okay. out there when he lost the title or when he when he won the title at TLC, when he yeah. redeemed it, and then he was, like, hugging Vince McMahon during the segment. And... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so but you're right. They same. hadn't touched in two weeks yeah. since No, the... I, was just, I was just curious to know what, if you guys thought he was still considered. More a consultant as opposed to Seth Rollins and the way yeah. that they kind of, like, Seth Rollins boy. was like, 
oh, he's the boy, he's the man in the future. And mm-hmm. then Seamus was like, all right, there's always plan B. But you have to run things through us before you yeah. do anything. And then it was kind of like, oh, he's got League of Nations. And it was like, oh, so th- will he never need a J&J security-style thing or a cane run-out? Yeah. Uh, so Vince says Reigns uh, went back this time. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm out of it today. No chance in hell. Vince says there's no chance <laughs> in hell of that happening, and Reigns is disappointed because... The man who once bragged about having big old grapefruits now just has shriveled up prunes. He went back Always to the testicles. comes back to the testicles. Would have been funny if he said, now just has tater tots. Yeah. Just throw back went to back that to joke one tots. more time. He should have a shirt. Uh, I was ready for him to call it. Vince prunes like four more times in this promo after he had the first yeah. joke. I was yeah. like, uh, here it comes again. Uh, Vince gives him his match but warns him that if he doesn't become champion tonight, he will be fired. And then Vince kicks him in the balls for good measure. Yep. Right Why in the did Vince toss? just kick him in the dick? Like, because what else is he gonna do? I know, but it you just can't seems mock like... the boss like that. <laughs> and he's not gonna strike. But Roman. it's like when Undertaker was doing like the low blow kicks in the dick. You're just like, this one this made seems way very out of character. This one made way more sense than the Undertaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just so funny that like Vince is here and he's just like, and he kind of like takes two steps. He's like, ah. I'm going to kick you. <laughs> old man. You got canned by a 70-year-old man. All right. Uh, Del Rio and Rusev are a tag team, and they are taking on Ryback and Jack Swagger, who I hope are not a tag team. What? They could have matching singlets. Oh, God. Uh, Lana distracts the referee, which allows them to super kick uh, Swagger and pick up the win. I like that one spot where Swagger's doing the Patriot lock, and ADR walks up right behind him and just gives him a backstabber. Yeah. Like, don't... Swagger's doing a full submission, and ADR, ADR just like walk up. Yeah, you're gonna take the spot. You're done. <laughs> that was an all right. Uh, match. It was okay I match. Yeah, just okay. no investment in it, right? Don't care. Don't That's care about the these guys as singles programs. Don't care about them as a tag team match. Yeah, exactly. But would you guys care if Jack Swagger had an airbrush singlet like Ryback no. or RVD? No, no, I would not. It looks so funny. I though. would only care if he got an airbrush singlet and him and RVD and Ryback were a tra- uh, three way. Tag team. Stable. Uh, though Jack Swagger would look sweet with like an eagle on the back soaring or some shit. Only if there was two more. Only if they You gotta be the singlet. What if they had Jordan and Gable come up? Did you Actually, guys hear that's about, not bad. And I get, Rock, I get to get down with that. Yeah. I get down with Did that. Did you guys freedom. see that Jordan and Gable chant from that UK house show for NXT? Nope. Okay, do you know the like it's a soccer song or it's like I'll just do the melody. It's like Jordan, 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 Gable. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. apparently went on for 10 minutes there. <laughs> Those guys Gable, are just Gable, so Gable, over. No, nope, nope, fuck, I lost it. Oh. Yeah, lost I was going to say, I don't recognize that soccer chant, but I don't recognize a lot of soccer <laughs> chants. Yeah. Um, like, Do you know the Olay one? That's all I got. Yeah. Adam Rose does his Rose Bush segment where he kind of makes fun of uh, Tommy Dreamer. I'm yeah. excited for the him versus Tommy Dreamer Definitely. feud. Uh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, Tommy, but Tommy, they're, Dream, they're Tommy Dream is off TV like apparently now. Oh really? That's, that's it? what he said on his Twitter. He, oh really? Uh, that's that right. Was... I saw some Facebook posts. Where he's like, so he worked for oh, the run a week, or something yeah. like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was they, he's done is done what they agreed for him to do. Yeah, I think he was only billed for like five dates, and that was including some house shows. Yeah, and yeah. he said he still has house shows. He's just off TV. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, Neville taking on Tyler Breeze. Neville. Miz was at ringside, being annoying as all hell. Oh fuck me. Uh, he had one of those old school movie 
announcer yeah. megaphone. Why don't we just give him an actual megaphone? That yeah, because I couldn't fucking hear anything. No, it just muffles him. I don't know if that. I wanted to, or but I know they wanted me to small mic on him and then still have him use the prop if you want. I don't know. It's stupid. I am not invested in fucking Miz. No, no. this whole match, and it was like, okay, I hate. The Miz, and I hate that he's doing this thing with Neville, and I hate that Tyler Breeze was the victim in it all. <laughs> Already. Like, it's bad that my only, like, note was just like, meh, Miz sucks. Yep. Like, I was just so uninvested. We're getting a little worried for Breeze on this podcast. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We'll let you know about Breeze Watch 2016. Uh, backstage, Neville and the Miz argue. Miz annoys Neville with talk of putting him in the next Star Wars movie. You guys uh, want to talk about Star Wars? And then uh, <laughs> no, we got two heated. Star Wars one and two was for kids. And then uh, Neville walks off, and Miz uh, tries to like do his accent. One and so. two, we mean four I and was, five. I was kidding. Let's oh, talk. I don't know where. I don't know that. where this is going. Is it like a, I just want to learn how to do your accent for a movie? Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I don't even know if this is something it? they're going to follow up on the next week. Like, are, is he going to be more and more British as the days go on? It's going to be dumb. <laughs> going to slowly be more British. It's going to be really I, I, dumb. The only thing I thought that was kind of funny. And a like, little nod of the hatch of the Miz is when, it le- when Neville leaves and he's just practicing the accent over and over again. He's like, okay, 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 or like yeah. whatever. That was mildly humorous, but overall, why? It scared me. It wasn't humorous to me because it scared me because that's I had visions of this is what it's going yeah, to turn it into. Yeah, might be the pro- like, I don't know if it. this was. This is where this is going. It's, was this a joke in a entire program just about their relationship, mm. or is the program specifically about the British thing? So that yeah, that's what it's going to be. I know uh, I that's it. what's terrifying. I hate it. Uh, White family promises to bury the ECW originals in the town in which they were born. You that's will notice really... that I refuse to call them Team Extreme even because they that's try to get Matt that and over. Jeff Hardy. So dumb and Lita. So dumb. Like, why can't they just say Team ECW? They own the letters. Yeah, exactly. Right. No one can own letters, Scotty. Um, they own the trademark name, Brenda. <laughs> they get into that match right away. Uh, it's a brawl everywhere, like sprawled out into the crowd, into the sound area. Each individual, like, fight that's going on is, like, kind of fast-paced. Yep. And there's no moments where you see people, like, setting up a spot versus the match on Sunday. Like, this is the match we should have got. I agree. I thought this match was better than the this match. Oh, way better. Way better. Yeah. And maybe it's because it's one falls to the finish and not maybe. elimination. Or maybe it's just betterly structured this night. Uh, Whites get the win when Eric Rowan uh, splashes Rhino through a table and pins him. So he gets his uh, loss back, I guess. Fucking Harper took every big spot in this match. Yes, he did. 3D, <laughs> through, 3D through the table. Spicoli driver off the stage through a table. Yep. And then he's still standing in the finish, being like, yeah, it's all right. I'm good. I'm all good. I'm a big boy. That uh, power slam through the barricade looked, like, real rough, too. Yes. Yeah. Just ran with him and barreled him through that. Was that Braun? I think that was Braun. Yeah. Say his name, Scotty. uh, Tommy Dreamer. Braun. Stallman? No. Fuck! Good enough. Um, (laughs) Stallman. Strowman. There's an R in there. Strawman? No, Stro. Strawberryman? Okay, New Day comes out, uh, talks about how a ladder match like last night's changes one's perspective. They bring out the Usos and the Lucha Dragons and sincerely congratulate them on the match and on taking on the WWE Tag Team Division to the next level. Uh, They all shake hands, but then as soon as the Usos and Lucha Dragons start to head up the ramp, the New Day celebrate uh, like idiots in the ring rolling around, and the other two tag teams rush the ring and beat down the champs. What the fuck was this? This is a fucking what dumb the fuck was segment. this? This is bad that I like this segment. Yes, it's, yes. It's, very bad. It's <laughs> weird because it's like really quiet, 
But it, I think it shows that New Day is genuinely over here because there was genuine New Day rocks chance that they didn't start. Not at the beginning. Not until they did all their stuff. It was New Day sucks when they came out. Yeah. And then I think they were trying to do a swerve. It that was my best guess. It wasn't until they started talking about like how good the match they did last night. Then all of a sudden there's a new day rocks that genuinely organically started, I thought. Because mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. see anybody like clap the mic or clap their hands or anything. Uh, I don't know. Like To me, it just kind of reminds me of... like I wouldn't be surprised if a cut version of this promo and segment makes it into like, a video package or... Like the best of Raw this year, or someone like that. Really, I thought this was one of the I most. I think it's starting up like them being like Edge, Christian, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and the Dudleys. Like I think that you could set up another so, ladders match. Are they after heels? This. New Day. Yeah, yeah. It's like Edge and Christian. They were heels during then, but everybody thought they were charismatic and funny. Yeah, but they were being really sportsmanlike and. Yeah, they were. They was just so they could say not at the end. Okay, say, we're the that's best. that's what I was thinking yeah. was really dumb. It, yeah, it, it's really sincere. Sincere. Thanks, guys. You're the, we're all good. We're all on the same page. We're all one good team. We did it for the fans. Once you're up the ramp, but New Day rocks. And but right? that's, so it was pretty much like they pulled the the hand away in a but sight. But they didn't. That's that's yeah. the, that's my biggest problem was that. It, it, and I realized that logic has no place being anywhere near wrestling because yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It disobeys all laws of logic. But if I am okay, so I'm a bad guy. I just defended my titles last night, and I come out and say to you two. Congrats, you guys. We all had a really good match. That's mm. great. Okay, that makes sense. Sure, if you want to do that. Yeah. And then as they leave, then I go, but I'm really happy that I am still the champion because I defended. Yeah. What is wrong with that? Not to me, me, that is a guy celebrating. I won. I'm I'm excited that yeah. I won. And then they get and then attacked. The, the good guys come in come and in beat and them up Yeah, for I see how that's a little fucked up. It should have sure. been you pull the hand away. That's when yeah. you do the, ha, psych, yeah. you guys are idiots. And then immediately they come in with a punch instead. Instead of this weird slow transition of actually shaking hands. all die for yeah. me, too. Yeah, it, it does feel like it takes a good bit of time. Like, you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. You have to go tall. to, like, each individual person and be like, you did this. These were you your big spots this. of the night, Sin Cara. You did this. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. I didn't. This was kind of my low Though, point of like, Raw. I get how it is like a heel thing to, before you've even made it up the ramp, my music's playing again. Like, I'm the best. Play my damn music. Maybe they just didn't portray that very well. But, uh, yeah, I do get how it's weird how the the heels say, good job to the faces, and then as they're leaving, play our music, yeah. and then the faces are like, Oh hell's to the no! Yeah, like, what do you expect them to just just walk out quietly? Like, mm. of course they're gonna. Yeah, be I happy left that whole thing. segment being like, I don't really know what happened or what no. they're going. So is this towards. like your guys' big dud segment of the show? Yep. Yeah. Ooh. It was, yes, it is. It's not actually my dud, but it was a dud. But Brandon's like, but now I'm considering because I only pick one dud. Uh, Charlotte and I'll Becky Lynch are taking case. on quote unquote Team Bella, Brie Bella, and Alicia Fox. The new Team Bella. Uh, Charlotte and <laughs> Becky win uh, after Rick. Flair, unbeknownst to Becky, trips up Alicia, which allows Becky to lock in the disarmor for the submission victory. Uh, Team Bad was in the front row for this one with tickets as well. Why? Why weren't they at That's the TV? The thing. They weren't banned, right? There's yeah. no need for them they to need gone to the tickets. TV. Like, they should have just... gone and stood at the ring. Yeah, stand at the yeah. ramp, do commentary. You Why? Yeah, what? you could have been on commentary. They didn't interfere. They just you could have just watched from the TV backstage, but someone may have had it booked at that time. You took tickets from a family that wanted front row tickets, right? There's, there's a you kid use them somewhere. for one match. Like the only time in wrestling when you can really do the, I've got a ticket is when it's like, you're banned from tonight's show, Roman Reigns Goldberg. or whoever. Yeah, Goldberg. That was exactly. the best one when Goldberg got offered the ticket to watch Brock Lesnar's fight and interfered in that match. Don't do anything that was, that I was wouldn't brilliant. do. Yeah, brilliant. But no, it's not what these ladies did at all. 
that led to a. I didn't even just know they were match. ringside until I rewatched it. I was like, oh, that added nothing to this match or program. Just, just there for the hell of it. Okay, uh, main event. Mix, uh, Vince McMahon is ringside uh, despite Mix interference McMahon. from the League of Nations and the chairman of the board. A bloodied Roman Reigns survives a bro kick, delivers a spear to become the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Was he bloody? Yeah. Oh, big oh. time. The headbutt spot. Crazy. I did like, not even notice Major that. blood. Hmm. Crimson. Crimson everywhere. It was quick, though. Like, it, we were noting that it was the perfect amount of blood for a PG thing. Yeah. In that, like, it gushed. He wiped and it all off. Covered it, and then it dried up within five minutes. Oh, okay, so. cool. I did not even notice that. Yeah. You should get your head out of your ass, Scotty. Apparently. <laughs> I was going to say, I was too busy loving the PTP Christmas segment. I wasn't loving that segment. Jesus. What the fuck is a dab? It's fucking the Carolina is, is Panthers' it, new thing. Is it a dance? It started in Atlanta, apparently. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. I, I, I just heard about tweeting it when... Josh Clausen about it or whatever. Yeah, that's what I learned, is that it's a fad that started in Atlanta. The dab is the weed term, right? Yeah. The, to take a dab yeah. is like a way of smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. So or dab in, uh, in the pop culture slang is being used the same way as dope used to be. Like, that's oh. dope. That's dab. Mm. And now there's this supposed dance move. Yeah, the hand where you signal. Just, like, Put your arm or your head into it like you're sneezing. Yeah, this is no elbow. whip whip or nay nay. Damn, I yeah. those are dumb. Those are starters. dumb too. Mm. I totally miss whip whip nay nay. Me too. No one I knew ever did it. Oh, I didn't know it yeah. until it was passed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, me be too. Like, whip whip. You remember whip whip nay nay? I was like, no. Song. That song was everywhere. Watch me whip. God, I hate that song. Watch me nay nay. It's about riding a horse. Uh, let's talk about wrestling though. How would you guys think of this main event here? Uh, I thought it was uh, it was a really good match, mm-hmm. which I thought helped kind of keep everything that they had built at TLC moving. The crowd got really behind Roman Reigns, and at the end of this match, they were eating it up. I was eating it up. Yeah. I thought the actual booking of this match was brilliant. Yeah. In the way that they had Reigns get a couple close falls, and then he hits the Superman, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is it. Oh, no, wait, it isn't. And Everyone then he gets that distraction out. from Vince. Hits, when he takes that bro kick, and you're you like, holy over. shit, he's going to lose, and then he kicks out, and... It, the way that they did it was was supreme. It's the I best really Raw it. main event, considering generally there are segments I don't care about because they're six-man tags, or you generally know the outcome. Yep. Um, and it could be that maybe it's because the title changed hands, maybe. Who knows? There's so many things where this was... I get why this boosted ratings of Raw. Mm. Both having Vince on there, having the rematch from the night before for the title, and actually having it switch hands. Yep. Like, it's weird to be like, man, Roman Reigns... You're my stud of the night. It was a perfect storm of everything going right at one time. Yep. Which made for, in my mind, one of the best moments. Not my moment of the year, because that is not an award. But one of the best moments of the year for me. Yeah. Uh, Vince took a bump as well. He did. He took a Superman punch. Kind of crawled down the ropes. Created himself with the rope. What was the other one? Uh, Roman Reigns kicked him off the apron and he fucking went. That was funny. And I was like, good on you, Vince. Good on you. Um, Corpse out of there. Yeah, so now Roman Reigns is the new champion. Cool. It's it's time. It's kind of been, for me, it's been time since Survivor Series. Uh, and in hindsight, I'm glad they didn't do it at Survivor Series because they really used that month to flip a lot of people on Roman Reigns. Because yeah. I think a lot of people, mm. a lot more people like Roman Reigns now than liked him when he was going <laughs> against Dean Ambrose for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a really good thing. They took a month instead of flipping it immediately or right at Survivor Series. We all took the, like Warren said, fuck, is Sheamus being champion really that bad? Yeah, you know what? I would much rather Roman Reigns. Like, 
a lot of people that like I asked was just like, hey, if, if the WWE title had to be on one guy from now till the Rumble, who would you prefer, Roman Reigns or Sheamus? And almost everybody said Reigns. Yep, I agree. I uh, I agree. This is good. Very good booking. I think I think we can all agree that I think the plan was if Seth Rollins was still there that he probably would have dropped the title to Reigns at Survivor Series. Yep. But like you say, that didn't happen, and I'm glad that they pushed it that day. Because now Sheamus is done. He cashed in. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a month, and that's it, right? Don't we have to were worry all about worried. Him anymore. We're all worried about oh, look, when this happens. Yeah. God, what's the Sheamus era going to be like? Now we, it's done. Sheamus era is over. It's, it's done. done. He can just be his League of Nations now. Yeah, and the thing with Sheamus era of him being champion. I totally, because the new TMNT trailer came out where he's rock steady or whatever, and I was like, I could see Sheamus taking the WWE title to the movie premiere. Like, shit, he could be champion from now till the summer. Sure. Debatably. Yeah, but he's not. So he might win it back. Never say. He's got to get a rematch. He's going to have a rematch. He's going to win that title back. <laughs> uh, As a talent, God. you should be like, could I request WrestleMania? As Roman, Roman's going to be a three-time champ within the next year, yeah. which is alarming. Yeah. Already two times. That's why that stat is just the dumbest. Oh shit, he is a two time. Two time champ already, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Uh what do you guys think? Studs and duds? Yeah, let's do that. Studs and duds. Who you got? Uh my stud is Roman Reigns. Yep. Me too. Uh I think that's kind of as easy as that pick's ever been. Felt too easy, but yep. I was like, well, it did if ever. Uh Wait. my dud is uh the Ryback Swagger match. Okay. Uh oh wow, really? Okay. Mm. Uh for me, I'd go with my stud would be Dean Ambrose or Kevin Owens. Okay. Uh, I really think there's monstrous things go- coming forward for Kevin Owens. Uh, and my dud would be uh, Breeze, Miz, Neville. Like, everyone in that match yep. and segment fucking bombed raw. That was yep. also trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, stud is Roman Reigns for me as well. And uh, I'm going to throw Vince McMahon in there as well. For stud? Yeah. Stud, yeah. Yeah, he got the job done. And he's, yeah, he's still got it. Still. God damn it, I still got it. Yeah, I'm gonna boost those fucking ratings. You know what he does? He comes in to gorilla position after that whole main event segment, sits down, puts his headset on, just crosses his legs, starts looking at people. Yeah, and gets right in Michael's ear. You like that, didn't you? You son of a bitch. I can hear the ring. Now tell people to tune in next week. What is that sound? I'm the fucking king. (laughs) Hey boys, you hear that sound? That's the sound of ratings going up. (laughs) And it'll get uh, it'll get uh, to the point where he's just coming out like when the show is going bad, like yeah. less scheduled stuff, and just be like, "I gotta get out there." <laughs> it worked really well last time. Uh, and my dud, a rare dud for me, uh, New Day yeah. this week, and and more. Usually, I'll say not their fault because of the program or the segment or mm-hmm. the promo that they were given. But you know that they have given these guys the leeway to do their own promos. Yeah. And I think that's what this was, is that they tried to do their own thing mm. and maybe didn't think it through or didn't execute it the way it wanted it to be, and uh, it was. Felt like a time waster, yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Okay. The dab was also Dudley. Let's make our picks for NXT. All right. In no particular order? Yep. No particular. Asuka versus Emma, who will likely be accompanied with uh, by Dana Brooke. I'm going to say Asuka. I don't think it's time for her to drop a big match yet. Me too. Hmm. Uh, Emma might sandwich. As much as Emma need, I missed the move Emma sandwich. I'm going to go with Emma. I'll play devil's advocate. Okay. Because I think Emma needs a win. And hypothetically, if Emma, they could have a split with Emma and Dana Brooke if they wanted of, oh, well, I beat Asuka and you didn't. So okay. have a little tension there between the two. Next up, Paulo Cruz and Baron Corbin. Cruz. Yeah, that's got to be Cruz, right? Paulo Nation all day, every day. 
Although that would be a big win for Baron Corbin if he did get it. You're both picking Cruz? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there an E at the end of Cruz? I always forget how he spells his name. No. I think it's C-R-E-W-S. Yep. Wrestling names are always spelled the exact way they sound. They're just spelled them easy because wrestling fans are dumb. Yes. I'll go with Cruz as well. I'm tempted because I might have accidentally seen some spoilers from the host show or from the NXT taping. So go with Cruz. All right. Uh, Bailey versus Nia Jackson, a singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. I find this very hard one to pick. I'm picking Bailey. That's you. <laughs> this would easily make Nia Jax a monster heel, her having the title, but it's too dang soon. Yeah, I'm going to pick Bailey too, but part of me wonders how quick they want Bailey up on the main roster. Dear God, I hope not quit. I hope I think they need Bailey to keep the depth and help train girls, but maybe not. But I'm going Bailey as well. No, good. Uh, That's Bailey across the board. Yep. Wilder Dawson uh, um, versus Moray and Cassidy. The tag team titles. I think this is going to be Dawson and uh, Wilder. The Mechanics? That's not their name. I'm taking the Mechanics. <laughs> Me too. Like we said, Enzo and Cass seem like a team, a good team, but I don't think they'll get the NXT tag titles ever. Mm-mm. I think they'll just eventually get make their way to the main roster. Uh, lastly, Finn versus Joe for the NXT championship. Five matches on this card. Uh, I'm not unconvinced that Sami Zayn doesn't somehow work a match as well. You think he'll... He'll show up and I don't know who he'll work. All right. But well, I think maybe he does something, but that doesn't matter. It'll be interesting to see if Zayn... He's supposed to up. be... I think he's actually been advertised to be there. He's already done matches or house show matches on the, the loop. Right. Oh, but I, I'm trying to remember. I thought there was actually something that said Sami Zayn will be at NXT TakeOver London. But maybe I was making that up. And that also might have been a rumor oh, site. It's, uh, he's going to be there... But his match is getting taped before they go live, and it's going to air on the next week's episode of NXT. So it'll be a TV match. Gotcha. That'll be weird because we want to go from like a great crowd, or it's the, are they taking the whole chunk and putting it on? Yeah, they're taking that okay. whole chunk. Like, man, it's going to be like a Sami Zayn match in front of thousands and thousands of people, and then the rest of the show is going to be at full sale. No, they're they're pretty much filming an episode of TV right before they go they, live. They did that in Brooklyn too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Finn versus Joe. I'm going to say Finn. What? Finn for you. Yeah, I'm going to say Finn as well. But look me in me eyes, Joe. Look me in me eyes. His Irish eyes are smiling. So no matter what, me and Brando are going to tie this one. Do we we have the same ones? Oh, Brando, congrats on winning TLC picks. You won by one. Oh, did I? Yeah, he beat. Good. And Scotty can maybe win if Emma wins. Woo, Emma. All right. Let's read some emails. First one. Is from Brian. Brian. Hope you gents are doing swell. My question for you, if you haven't discussed it at some point during the show, do you think all the crappy Raws and storylines causing low rating was all planned and they weren't (laughs) too worried about the ratings because they already had something big planned for just uh, for after TLC? Or do you think this is all thrown together, quote unquote, last minute to try to get people back for the Royal Rumble? Hope this made sense to you guys. And remember, a fingertip in the rope counts. Uh, he includes his studs and duds as well. Uh, I think they're always worried about ratings. I yep. think they yeah. always make the decision that they think will get them better ratings. I um, don't think that it was entirely planned until maybe like Friday, Saturday of like, okay, we're going to have, here's the finish of TLC, 
And then here's tomorrow on TV. Triple H, you're gone. Vince, you're in. And, yeah, the problem with with that is that the ratings are already starting to slip pre-Survivor Series. Yeah, like ratings when, were starting to become like at an all-time low for that time of year. When Rollins was still around. So you have him go down all of a sudden without an injury. Like we say, that finish to the Survivor Series gets changed. Rowan was going to win that match. So if they, if they were always planning to wait until TLC, that's impossible because they wouldn't have known what they were going to do at TLC because they didn't even know what they were going to do at Survivor Series. Exactly. Yeah. WWE has very little long-term booking ever. They, yeah. they like to throw a few things uh, around in meetings where it's like, well, at the end of the year, this is what we want. But even that's not set in stone. Exactly. Because talk about so it at many the end people of the year are... like, No. Fuck. It's stupid. And everyone's getting hurt. Like, you can't put all your eggs in these long-term baskets uh, just to have them all get injured. Yep. Or a break, to stick with the egg metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really think that if they had this plan, they didn't have this plan going into Raw of last week. Nope. And you're going to lose advertising when you have low ratings, right? You can't play the game like that. You yeah. can't just let your ratings slip to try and bring people back. Right. Because people won't advertise. You start losing money. Then yeah. you're in trouble, right? Yeah. Especially, like, WWE at this level is really worried about their sponsors and making yep. sure that U- USA is happy with how many people are viewing in on each hour. Let me tell you about K-Jewelers. That's so weird that they K are Jewelers everywhere right now. It's like the every same kiss th- begins with K. K. Yeah, it's so weird hearing Jerry Lawler say that on SmackDown. It's like, oh, that's creepy as fuck. And then they have that thing where they watch this couple get engaged in a WWE mm-hmm. ring. And then what? What the yeah. fuck was the orange pop up ad that came up like in the middle of a match in the lower left hand corner, but took up like a quarter and of the she's stream? Smoking? Right is now? that it? Right now, it's. I, like... I was actively trying not to look at it. I was like, "No, this is what nope, they want." Nope. nope, nope but I was like, it. "That's right in the nope. fucking middle yeah. of the ring." <laughs> right now, the big sponsor aside from K Jewelers is anti smoking ads, where know it's the like, limit or "Yeah, know the limit." Like if that. you knew the real price of cigarettes, you'd run or some shit. Don't smoke. It's bad for you. Don't smoke. Uh, Duncan writes an email, dear the Satpod family. Uh, hey, dudes, hope you had some stunningly good weeks. Question time, number one. Hours, so it was pretty stunning. Now that we've begun the age of the Roman Empire, how well do you think he will do as a champion? Also, how do you guys feel about having a face champion going into Mania? Well, I don't know if we necessarily so we have rumble. one. Yeah, there's still time. We got the mm. Rumble and Fastlane first. Oh, and Fastlane, Jesus. Yep. Whole Fastlane. Um, I actually don't mind that pay-per-view. As a... Guy who thinks there should be a non-gimmick pay-per-view before <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah, it's better than having the Chamber. Yes. <laughs> chamber, you're like, oh, a big match, but we know who's winning. Uh, I have no problem with there being a face champion going into WrestleMania. No. no. Especially I, now that never... there's not a lot of top heels. Yeah. Sheamus was your top heel. That says a lot about it. So, um, yeah. Because just looking back at some of the, like, who have we had? We had uh, Brock Lesnar. Wasn't Brock? No, Brock Lesnar was a heel, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Everyone just loved him. It has been a while since yeah, he's kind of got like a face reaction when yeah. he would the come Rock into a building. Yeah, was a face champion at twenty nine. Cena, obviously. Yeah. Um, when yeah. did Cena go in with the title? The year before that. No, no, because he Miz. was working the Rock with non titles. Yeah, and the Miz had the belt. Yeah. yeah, the Miz had the belt going into Mania, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. In two thousand ten, and coming out sadly, yes, unfortunately. Um, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I always thought he lost it at Mania there. No, The Rock came in and fucked up Cena, and then Miz got the pin. That's how that whole feud started. How do you think Roman's going to do as champion? Uh, I think he's going to do... It depends on how much he talks. Don't talk as much. Yeah. I think he should come out there. I liked when he was doing the facial reactions with Vince McMahon. That's my favorite Roman Reigns. When he's like, get on your knees and beg, and Roman's (laughs) smiling and shaking his head and (laughs) frowning and 
But yeah, if he has to cut big ten minute promos, he's, I don't think they're he's not good. Ever going to be that guy? No. And I don't know if that if if they see that and go, okay, we need to give you a mouthpiece, or yeah. if they just oh. write him differently, right? Just be like, look, hey, he's a no nonsense guy. He smashes mouths instead of runs them. Like it'd be mm. cool, yeah. Right? Like if they brought in like a new writer, or just give Roman his own writer, where it's like, hey, your whole thing is to try to get him over as if he was an action movie star. Not give him one-liners that make everyone laugh, but just make him look like a hard-as-nails guy. Yep. Uh, I think Roman could be a good champion. I think he'll be a fighting champion and defend the belt. I agree. He's a good, he's an underrated ring worker now. Yeah. At this point. You know what, he's got, Roman Reigns has a couple spots there, like the drive-by has been good the past couple times he's hit it. Mm. There was a bit there where he was kind of sloppy on it. But Roman Reigns has a decent move set. Yeah, and I just it's think just, his overall matches have been pretty good Don't build him lately. as the underdog. This is my biggest thing with him now is don't build him as the underdog because I don't believe Roman Reigns is an underdog. When he has a move, one of, one of your signature moves is called the Superman Punch, you're not an underdog. You think they've ever really built him as an underdog, though? Or do you no, think they just kind of him versus the machine? I'm saying just right. don't, don't go the Daniel Bryan route with it. Right. Uh, question number two. Uh, so I missed TLC due to having to do the senior class plays at my school. Ooh. What planning. did you? What were you? Oh, we knew what he was. He was the guy who shot uh, John JFK. Lennon. No. no, John Lennon. I was planning to watch it on Monday <laughs> after school, but before rehearsal and before rehearsal on my next play, but a glance at Facebook instantly spoiled that Sheamus had won the championship. Have you guys ever had a match or a show spoiled for oh, you? Oh, jeez. Besides the fact that Brock was bleeding, and if so, did it affect your enjoyment of the show? As a matter of fact, yes, I had the Roman Reigns title win from yesterday's Raw spoiled for me. And no, it did not affect it. It did in the sense of I saw it coming, so I didn't have that moment of holy shit, he won. Mm. But watching that match, like I said, they booked it well enough that even though I knew there was still in those close falls with the bro kick, I'm like, fuck, he's going to kick out of this, and he does, and you're like, wow. So uh, uh, that being said, I have had other ones ruined where it has affected my... Yeah, depends on the scenario, right? Like, I can... Think of a time where I was watching on a 15-minute delay or whatever because of being at someone's house or whatever, and I check Twitter or whatever, and then I see what happens in the next match or two, and I'm like, oh, fuck, something big's ha- about to happen, and I already know. Yeah. And it's I'm... like the example he uses, I knew the streak was broken before I saw it happen, mm. and I was like, that is the worst I was one. in a room with like five people, and I couldn't, I didn't even say anything to anybody. I, I didn't. Normally, I'll, I'll tell Vic spoilers because, I don't know, I like to just tell her spoilers and she gets mad sometimes. And I was just like, no. I hate you. I know. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything. Your for... kind of person is my least favorite kind of person. <laughs> After the pod, I'll tell you a story about me ruining part of Fall I don't 4. want to hear your stories anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave out the part where I yell a spoiler out. Uh, Brando, have you yeah. had anything spoiled? that? Uh, yeah, it happens every so often. I'm very, very... Conscious about it because I think more than most, I am negatively affected by knowing wrestling. I cannot get into wrestling when I know what happens in matches. I just don't care. Yep. Like I don't appreciate. Like I appreciate in ring in ring work, but it cannot carry the match the way it can for you guys. For me, yeah. So whenever I know we've actually had this discussion a long time ago, but it's like if I knew the whole card for a pay per view, I would not be interested in watching the pay per view. Mm. Yep. If I knew the results. So I, yeah, I, I actively, on WrestleMania day, I don't look at my phone once just in case it 
fucking screws up and just sends me tweets to my front screen, things that are physically impossible. I'm just like, I'm well, nothing to do with my cell yep. phone today. Yeah. I know that Brando has said that like he doesn't like to follow me on Twitter. Cause like when I watch shows, sometimes I'll tweet reactions. I don't or whatever. follow you on Twitter. You don't? Not with my regular account. Oh, wait, with your Brando nineteen? No. Oh, really? No, oh. no, you talk about wrestling too much. Oh, I'm, I'm unfollowing Brando now. Apparently, it's a one way follow. <laughs> Exposed on the show. I don't know. I don't really I'm understand Br- why you would ever follow me anyway. No, <laughs> the worst thing is when you retweet something. It's like Brandon Lynch retweeted this. I'm always like, oh, is Brando using Twitter more now? And it's just like, nope, just no, that just one. That thing one thing I saw that made me laugh. I thought it was funny. Uh, last question from Duncan is, do you guys, do you guys, Roman versus, do you guys think Roman versus the authority could be a storyline in the vein of Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon and friends? Uh, thanks bros. Also, if you guys ever need a friend to play some Battlefront with on PS4, hit me up. Keep on breaking the game. You. At Brian, at Brian Danielson (laughs) with a one. We need you to uh, go play that game with Matt Eads so he stops asking us every day to play it. Does he have it on PS4? Matt Eads has it on every platform it's ever come out for. Why? He ha- because he's insane. And he hates it. He de- Oh, I don't like this game, but I'm going to buy three copies of it. It's not a good value for your dollar, Wait, but battle- I bought it on every platform. Sorry, sorry. He's talking about Battlefront? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought he was talking about Battlefield. Oh. Which I don't, I don't know why I would think so. that when Battlefront was the more but recent release. But send me a copy. I don't like Battlefront. Nor does Matt Eads. I like Battlefront. Yeah. I just say. don't think it's a good value for a $70 game. In terms of sure. I would have liked a I couple guess more I'm like that too. I would have liked if a couple more. If I paid $20 rounds. for that game, yeah, I would like I think, it a like, little bit I more. I think that game is the best sound design of the year. Like totally. it sounds yeah. Star Wars, it, sounds it so looks really good. good on a good TV. But in terms of playing it like after a couple hours you're like, "All right, I've kind of done everything there is to do on the disc." I uh that's why I'll just go into the main room where Warren's playing and lay on my pillow and close my eyes and just listen to the lasers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just make a Star Wars movie in your head. Yeah. Uh I don't think it'll be maybe necessarily on the same line as the Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon just cuz that was so big and they could do a lot more back then and get away with a lot more. Yeah. Um but I think I think it'll be that's kind of what they're of going it. for. Yeah. 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 I think so, it'll be like a second-rate Daniel Bryan versus the Authority story. I have a question that I was going to ask you guys after Raw but this jarred my memory. Is the program going to be Roman versus Triple H moving into WrestleMania still? And if it is, is the belt in that program? <laughs> I think it's, it's just Royal question. Rumble. I think you just do it at the Rumble and that's it. Because here's my plan. Okay. Hang on. You lose Hear him out. to... Uh, or he beats Triple H at uh-huh. the Rumble okay. before the Rumble match. Okay. We hit 29 guys. There's still a good 15 or 20 of them in the ring. Like one of the fullest rings that we've ever seen for a Royal Rumble match. You've given this some thought now. All right. Yeah. Countdown to 30. Buzzer hits. No one comes out. Okay. Still a bunch of guys in the ring. Vince McMahon walks out and says, God damn it, I've had enough. Roman Reigns has beat Sheamus. He beat my son. He made him bleed. He beat Shane McMahon? I have hired a mercenary that will take out Roman Reigns. Enter Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble. Okay. As and a then... heel, again. Aligned with sort of the authority. Slash Vince McMahon. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. So you have Lesnar Reigns for the title at Mania. Yes. With Reigns holding. Yes. What does Triple H do? Something else? Lord knows. Yeah. All right. Sting. Hope to God no. Rollins is back by then. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Do, do we need Triple H necessarily on the WrestleMania card? Yeah. I well, so? I really enjoy Triple H matches. But if, if it's if it's just for the sake of doing it, like if this is the case and there's no one for him to work that makes sense, do we need him on this card just for the sake of having him on this card? I think Triple H matches still feel special. So I would hope that they would. So, yes, I could say, I, I see what you're saying, and I could be like, no, mm. I don't want them to just throw a match on for the sake of nothing. I think they will have something booked for yeah. Triple H, which makes me think that whatever they have booked for Triple H at WrestleMania is already in progress, which is Roman Reigns. That's a long that way. That's a long time to book, is my only thing. Uh, it's not as long as the Daniel Bryan one. Yeah, the Daniel it? Bryan one was like six months almost. It was like half the year. It was SummerSlam to Mania. True. Fans were yeah, okay. That's eight months. Fans actually. were behind Daniel Bryan for longer for that. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. I guess. Yeah. Right. yeah. Fans were in on the Daniel Bryan thing as soon as it started. Right? Daniel Bryan also was doing other stuff though, which I guess you can still do with Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's where exactly. He did the Wyatt right. thing. And, like because tri- Roman Reigns is going to have to work programs that aren't Triple H. Triple H is just going to be the rival. Yep. Yeah, it'll be like Triple H is always on the outside there. Brad, I'm in the same boat as you. Is that Triple H matches still do feel special? Like when mm. they happen, even though it's like one or two a year, there's always a build to it. It's never yeah. just like, and we're throwing Triple H out there against maybe the Brock Lesnar ones just because Brock Lesnar has limited dates, but there were still at least three things that happened in the buildup of like, he broke Shawn Michaels' arm, he broke Triple H's arm, yeah. and um, F5 Vince or someone like that. So Triple H matches always have enough build. And maybe it's because he's there at Raw all the time, right? And it's because he's not going to be a part of something that wasn't well-built. Because yeah. he's enough in charge of that. Yeah, he's in charge to the point of he's not getting direction from like a Vince Russo or just anyone backstage being right. like, all right, go there with this. Um, speaking of Vince Russo, before I forget, he got some mad uh, props from Shawn Michaels. Which was surprising to me. Yeah. I thought those two weren't fond of each other, but... Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, Shawn Michaels said that uh, one of the biggest reasons he stayed with WWE was because they could give him something creatively, and mm-hmm. all of that was Vince Russo letting him be himself and, and do his thing. <laughs> That's crazy, because uh, it's just... Uh, you hear so many more bad stories in Vince Russo uh, about Vince Russo than good ones, so it is nice when he gets a little thumbs up, a little happy face. Yeah, sticker. sure. I think it's always like people are like like always are like mildly shocked when someone says something nice about Russo because everyone's like like he's quote unquote responsible for like so many bad angles. But he's also quote unquote responsible for like some really good some real good stuff. Yeah, Uh, I heard Christopher Daniels talking in an interview about Russo recently, and he was like, he was great except for everything he wanted to do was backstage segments, like a two hour show for TNA of just backstage segments. And Austin Aries goes. Well then, where's the wrestling? This would just be a drama show then. Mm. Um, yeah, back on the Triple H thing, I think it's less about uh, who your favorite wrestlers are because like the matches that are important to me are usually Brock Lesnar matches, Triple H matches, John Cena matches. Those are not my favorite wrestlers. Those are just the guys that they pour the time and writing into that usually make them interesting. And- Creative always has a good like. We're getting you a good angle. Yeah. So I, I am uh, I do want there to be a Triple H thing because I think it'll be good. I think it is going to be Roman Reigns. I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H has one more screw job in for Roman Reigns because I don't think the title will be on the line. I was interested to see Roman Reigns versus uh, Triple H, especially if it was going to be a Mania. But now with Roman having the belt, I don't know what to think of it right now. Yeah, It's, it's kind of like a... I still would like that match or program to happen, but I really don't want to see Triple H in a uh, title for the or a match for the title. Yeah, Although, I just won't believe it. Yeah, I won't I believe, won't believe it either. It. Though, if it is a really good match on a good show, 
instantly I think Roman Reigns would earn a lot of credit with a lot of people. Mm. Like, he defended against Triple H, blah, blah, blah. Question number four. Nope. Three? Uh, Han Solo writes in an email. Oh. Hey, Statpod guys, long-time listener, first-time writer. Ooh, I, I love when people Han say that. Solo listen to us. Love the show. I've been listening since uh, just before Mania last year, so about Satpod 55. He should tell us the state of uh, Star Wars toys in the first two movies. Should. Just wanted to know what you guys thought was the biggest flop of 2015. Ooh. Thanks, guys. Can't wait for Satpod 100. Keep it heel, Han Solo. His email is heel Han Solo, which is nice. <laughs> I like that. Um... I don't know if we should say that. No, we don't really have a award for it. We do. Yes, we, we do. The biggest year. flop is uh, an award on there, so that. that might have to wait till next week. Well, yes, sir. We will be waiting till next week on Solo. Thank you for the email. Uh, Steven writes in, what's up, guys? This is my first full year of watching wrestling again after three to four years, and when I filled out your awards ballot, it made me try to remember the whole year, and I had the realization that compared to how I remember enjoying wrestling, this year kind of sucked. Is it just me? Was this year subpar or am I just nostalgic and seeing the past uh, through rose-tinted glasses? Take her easy. Steven, at all hope is I-Z-G-O-N. Thumbs up. Uh, I will say, in relation to some previous years lately, this has been a weaker one. Yep. But I, I, will, I, will, I will certainly say, I will say this. It is always the same time every year. Where it's the worst, because I still enjoy WrestleMania season from from January to yeah. to through April uh, a whole hell of a lot. I still enjoy the SummerSlam build. Money in the Bank, yeah, Money in the Bank good. is usually really good. It is always that little kind of October. Maybe you get a blip around Survivor Series if it's good. Going through TLC last year was good. This year, not so much. Yeah, yeah. there was no build this year for anything for Survivor Series last Which year. Part of that was obviously your your long reigning champion get thrown in the yeah. grinder, but that well, is true. And I mean, other injuries too. We had Rusev yeah. out. You couldn't do that. This year Survivor was Series terrible match. for injuries. Like yeah. a lot of the main roster was missing for yep. an extended period of time. Continues to be missing. Yeah, and continues. Uh, yeah, this year was a little little lackluster. Versus the past two. If you compare it identical to that, I mean, this is always the slow part of the year. There was a couple weeks mid-summer where we were like, what the fuck are they booking right now? Like, yeah. There's nothing going on that we're really interested in. But so, it had uh, a lot of bright spots, too. Yeah. like I love the Taker-Lesnar stuff that yeah, they that came back too. to in the middle of the yep. summer. Seth Rollins was a champion and put on pretty good matches, but he was booked like shit in yeah. terms of... The John Cena, United States... Uh, open challenge was all this year. Those were that cool. stuff was all gold. Kevin Owens coming up to the main roster was pretty solid. Yep. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot. But of... then for everything that was good, there's also something like, oh, the Rusev Summer Ray Ziggler Lana angle went on for four months and went nowhere. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. Like any year, I would say this year was a little bit uh, worse. Hopefully next year's a little bit better. Ebbs and flows. Last email uh, is from uh, Sean and our little buddy Jordy Mack. Jordy. Hey boys, salutations, Merry Christmas, and all that jazz. Uh, so in my opinion, TLC was actually not too shabby, and mm-hmm. obviously WWE is really trying to push the, quote, creative envelope with what happened on Raw. Mm-hmm. Actually one of the best episodes of Raw in a long time. Agree. No arguments there. With all that said, apparently King Barrett is injured, so what uh, do I think that means for the League? What do you guys think that means for the League of Nations? Owens, maybe. No, I don't think Owens is No, they exist without him. I think you just you go on without it. Because who else do you put in there? No. That's not an American who that isn't already in some dumb program with Miz. 
Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, we got to do this. We can't spare Neville. He's got that great thing going yeah, on. Yeah, he's got a right great now. program. Nobody. Just let them exist without him. I think yeah. the group I don't think this. I don't think this Barrett thing is very long-term anyway. So Yeah, I agree. Like, it I'd, sounds like he should be back mid-January. I, yeah, probably. If not, even before that. Like, I'm liter- like I, literally the way I read that tweet is he might be back for Raw next week. Yeah. Like, like I have no idea. The way it sounds is it's not a surgery-needed thing. It's a rehab thing. It uh, didn't even look like a rehab thing. It looked like a stay off of it thing. Don't use oh, it. Oh, well, in one of his tweets, he said he was rehabbing it today. Oh, okay. So, well, there you go. Uh, do you guys think that Cena and Roman will be rivals or comrades upon his return? I don't think they necessarily touch for a while. I think the first thing that you need to do with Cena is the Del Rio. That should be priority one, in my opinion. Yeah, he gets that belt back and then just keeps running with it. That's the I thing. would do you have re- Cena come back and lose. <laughs> like, do you not have him win that belt back? I don't know. Maybe you don't do that for that reason. Yeah. Maybe it's because you don't uh, want either guy to lose. It's right? either so you just forget Cena, about it. You have like three options. You bring him back, ADR for the U.S. title. He's immediately in the main event picture somehow, like he always can be. Or you put him in another feud for nothing, like Bray Wyatt or someone like that. Yeah. Even though Bray Wyatt's already happened, but you give him someone similar. Uh, yeah, I will say that I've been missing John Cena on my television every week. He, Me too. Uh, you don't, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Especially with the hit in the ratings, like yeah. definitely a John Cena segment at the top of the seven or at the seven p.m. hour or whatever would be great. Yeah, you throw in something top of the hour, John Cena's gonna get the get the stage for twenty minutes, and that's usually a pretty decent twenty minutes. I thought that, and I feel like you guys both kind of thought that too. The John Cena stuff has been good for a long time. Like we've never been the kind of John Cena haters. No. We we were on board with the okay, you don't need to always be the main event. You don't need to always yeah. be. But when he was doing the United States title stuff, man, was that a good bit of television. Every week. Yeah. When he was doing the US Open challenges, like they were great matches. He was helping get mid carters over. He made the US belt seem very important on television. And uh, he's the most charismatic guy in a oh, company yeah. where there's uh, a lack of charisma. Right? I feel like the only times we really Shit on John Cena is when he has a really corny promo where we're like, could have done without that joke, John. Mm. Aside from that, not too shabby, right? Yep. So, yeah, uh, we've never been a the John Cena hater podcast or anything like that. No, nor are we the John Cena lovers, but we give him the the his just due. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now that uh, it's clear that Roman and Triple H will work a program. What do you think will uh, be the direction for Rollins upon his return? That's actually a really good question. Do you let Rollins go with Triple H and do the screw you, you replace me as soon as I left? Or maybe you let that go away because Roman Roman will have just worked Triple H somewhat recently, whether it's at Mania or before. Uh, I would rather see Rollins just come back and I was the man, I'm going for the title again. Did you guys see his tweet? Uh, no. Rollins tweeted Roman Reigns after his win, saying, "Enjoy it while it lasts. Keep the throne warm." Nice, interesting. Yeah. Now that I he would have sent that without even talking sure. to creative. It's not like they're I don't being think like that's really a, yeah. yeah. That's just a social media jab. But hmm. Um, I want when Rollins comes back, I want him to go for the WWE title again. Yep. He Considering should. the way he, I think he's deserved, the way he yeah. went out. Yep. I never got I never got pinned for it. Right? I want uh, Rollins to be a face when he comes back. It's oh, he definitely will be. Yep. That's for yeah, sure. everybody um, misses him. So I'm more interested to see who has the belt at that point. I think if they do your thing, uh, Weez, your idea, and have a heel Brock Lesnar, uh, I think you have him beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and then I think that's your program. Hmm. I think you do Rollins-Lesnar again, but with the roles reversed. 
That could be good. Based on what yeah. you said, that yep. makes too much sense. Yep, you're right. Because then you're coming back and it's being, it is the whole replacement angle. Seth Rollins being like, oh, you replaced me. Brock Lesnar's your new guy. I'm coming to get my title back. I'm a good guy. Hoorah. And Hoorah. Uh, last question is from Jordy. Hoorah. And apparently his sister, Cheyenne, who listens to the show as well. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think is the direction for Mr. McMahon and Stephanie? Do we see a full return of Vince or is this just a kind of temporary thing? Uh, I would say a temporary thing, except with Vince, you never know now that this has co- coincided with a rating spike. And that's always been his logic. Oh, ratings are struggling. I'll go on TV and save it. That's yeah. always been his thing, right? So you're right. Does this factor in and make him go, well, I, shit, I guess I got to be I'm out there every week. I'm a recurring character again now. Or, yeah. I, 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 think, I think until we see that match of Roman and Triple H, I think we will be seeing Vince more. I don't know if yeah. maybe it's every week. But I think we will be seeing him throughout the duration of this build to that match. Yeah, he's either going to be here till Royal Rumble or he's going to be here till Mania, mm-hmm. depending on when that Triple H match is. Because you've got to think that there's going to be some sort of a Triple H asking Vince, like, what the hell? I, I, I sent you there to go discipline this guy, and he walks out with the championship? There, there should be something like that at some point. I don't want them to tease too much dissension between them, obviously, mm-hmm. but there should be some sort of a confrontation of, how did this happen? I'm gone for one week, and Roman finally wins the title. Yeah, after. I can see Vince being like, damn it, it's my company. <laughs> I make the last decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think either way, it's. I think this is generally when wrestling starts to get really good. And yeah, I hope this we're is the start of it. I think one of the things... Right the reasons, after Christmas. One of the reasons... Yes, Christmas is sometimes a bit of a shit show, and New Year's can be a bit of a shit show. Yeah. Um, I think we get Brock Lesnar earlier than the Rumble. Isn't he supposed to be on a house show and like... Or working yeah, like he does some sort yeah, of yeah MSG He's style. working ADR at that, right? AKA goodbye ADR's clean bill of health. I wonder if Brock Lesnar. Remember we all thought Kofi Kingston was gonna die? Yeah, we did. <laughs> he made it though. Mm-hmm. Today, WWE beast in the actually. East. You know what? That was the last time we saw uh, Bo Dallas was when he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar That's yeah. when it was. Going back to that. Uh, thanks for keeping the Fabe in a reality era. Until next time, uh, at Sean's Lawns now and at Mac. Jordy, M-A-C-K. Uh, there's a bunch of other emails, but that's for next week when we do the 2015 Satpod Awards. Awards, awards, awards. The Satpodies. Um, if you would like to uh, write us an email for next week or include your picks for the 2015 Satpod Awards, uh, you can find the Google document on our Twitter. I've pinned it to the top. It will not be leaving until after we do the show next week. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know how to make it so that you can edit it. So you're just going to have to copy and paste it into a Word document and or email it e- to us. Or put it in the actual no, email. don't do that because do then they'll screw up the categories and it, it oh, gets really? too confusing. That's oh. why I want them to copy the template so then we can at least read them all at the same instead of yeah. having certain categories cool. all over the place. As well as we won't be reading them live, but we will be tallying your votes. Yeah. So if maybe one guy has a unique pick, we might read that one individually, yeah. but we're not going to go enough, through. We've like, got lots already. So I was surprised at how many we already and had. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love that. But we just we won't have time. We to read them. We just them. can't read them on the air. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll do a quick tally and kind of be like, this yeah, one got a lot of votes. Did I say we're not going to read or... them in general? Hmm? Did I say we're not going to read them in general instead of saying, oh, we're not going to read them on air? No, I th- you probably said on air. Oh, I, <laughs> I think I probably just Some, said we're not reading them. Sometimes we don't listen to you, Scotty. Yeah. I don't think so. so. I was wrong about that whole Star Wars thing. (laughs) No, I'm so fucking right.
The funny thing is, there's no way either of you can prove no, either point. So All I can do is this like, will just continue for eternity. This the argument. most I can prove is be like, look, Brando, here's an article <laughs> on the kids who didn't get their figures. <laughs> See, look at this! All these sad photos of kids in the seventies. That was the best part. It's like Brando. I'm telling you, some kids didn't get their toys. <laughs> okay, so yeah, copy and paste that. Uh, make your picks. Uh, you can find that at SatPod, and then email them to SatPod316 at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week at some point. We haven't locked down a day yet, so I don't want to say anything yet. But uh, we're going to talk about the Slammies. Next week, I'm kind of excited for the Slammies. I don't know about you guys. I kind of like the Slammies a little bit. Maybe I'm alone on that. Uh, you are. Okay. Well, no, you're not alone. You're I'm not with me. I'm about 50-50. Some <laughs> of the categories I really like. Other categories, I'm like, that sucks. There's a, I saw they tweeted out the celebrity category, best oh, celebrity good. moment. And uh, so help me if Kevin Owens powerbombing Dick Knuckle Rapper through the table doesn't be, win oh. that. Oh, it's uh, going to be John Macklemore? Stewart, and it's not even going to be And that's what I think is going to win, yeah. but fuck. It should totally be oh, no, Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. I was going to say. Son of a bitch. Because he actually took a bump instead of screwed up his spot. But it's uh, do, 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 do. It'll probably be Jon Stewart, won't it? Yeah, it's yep. probably yeah. Jon Stewart. Yep. I don't okay. even know that they would let it be anything else. Who else was really involved or did they have on Raw in the past year? No one. John Stewart. Oh, uh, Stephen Amell working his oh, yeah. match. Oh, yeah. uh, Stephen Amell. Oh, that could even get it debatably. Those were both SummerSlam, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. SummerSlam. It was in LA, right? The stars are out. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week to do our uh, award show. That'll be our two-year anniversary as well. And the final show of 2015. And also our Christmas show, kind of. So we're not really going to do yeah, Our do. Christmas show? We well, bring it's the week in, of Christmas, so. Bringing in cookies and stuff? Uh, Boris is going to join us. Nice. Um, And there may be some sort of an appearance by somebody else, too. That's all I'm going to say. Santa Claus. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> can we say it's not coming at this uh, point? I don't know. Can we? Yeah, it's probably not coming at this point. <laughs> oh, geez. That was, I don't know. It was fun to tease something. Lazy I know. bastards. Yeah, I know. Whew. All right. Um, yeah, so we're not going to. Yeah, well, anyways, we'll talk about that next week. Then we're going to take time off, but that's for another. That's uh, yeah, for everybody's taking times off. It's the holidays. Uh, we're going to listen to uh, The Struts. Could have been me. A theme for NXT's uh, special tomorrow. Isn't and I that kinda, weird that that's the song for it? I kind of like that song. It works really well Ace the way they Spades have it. Ace Spades is also one of them, yeah, isn't but it? we've used that yeah, before, used I that think. Already. So we're doing the strats. That's cool, but it's just so weird because that's like a song you hear at like hipster bars and shit. Yes, but the way that they're using the like just vocals yeah. in the video pack. I, I the think video pack works oh, really, really well. When yeah. you see like Samoa Joe taping up his hands or Bailey with their streamers or whatever. Also, those guys sound British as fuck too. So. When he says... <laughs> I can't hear you. It sounds like he's saying another C word. It rhymes with can't. Good God, Warren, grow up. Yeah, geez. It's the British accent. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> That's what he says. I'm going to put explicit on this one now. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. It's always explicit. Uh, okay, that that is it. We will see you next week. Uh, send us your picks, sapod316yahoo.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at sapod, at the Diesel Bears. I'm at ScottFox64. I'm at Brando1990. At Talk Reckless Pod. You weren't on it this week, though. No, Again, no, the no, streak no. Continues. The streak continues. Two weeks in a row. Yes. Um, the streak begins, I guess we should say. <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, year ender on that one is January the 9th, whatever the Saturday is. Cool. That'll be. You guys uh, doing any live streams again? Uh, yes. For we, year end? We're going to do the exact same thing we did last year. Um,. I will probably get very drunk. I have the next day off. I don't know that I can do what I did last year. 
Didn't you stream like all night last yeah, year? And yep. I like I didn't recover from that. I don't really believe in the two day hangover. I think that's for bitches. But holy was I tired for yeah, like a week saying, and a half. It was like you were hungover. It was like you were two days. Yeah, like, it was like drained. my sleep schedule was all messed up. I was trying to go to work what in what felt like the middle of the night. <laughs> and I was like, never again. Never again. But we'll see. I, I just want to say get the a few funniest segment me. of last week's show. I showed it to a couple different people. Brando's ankle story that between YouTube mm. telling it. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people laughed at that. that messed up. Man. How's your ankle now, Brando? It's all good? Uh, I'd say it's at about 80%. 80? Nice. That's yeah. good. It's be, getting there. Be yes. 100 for Christmas. I, I, I can't feel it unless I try to feel it now. That's, that's you know a, what I mean? That's a good thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to actually, like, You don't know that it's hurt until you make it into Right, until so I'm like, does this through. still hurt? And then yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> still hurts. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> if I poke this wound, does it hurt? Uh, okay, struts. Could have been me. Scotty. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on hitting the Selena Del Sol. Woo! Don't want to live as an untold story. Rather go out in a blaze of glory. I can't hear you. I can't.